Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Nautical nightmares on this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Ahoy, meaties! Welcome aboard the SS Killer Podcast. I am your ship's captain, Insane Mike, and this is episode 185, titled Nautical Nightmares. Horror movies that take place on a ship, or a boat, or a raft, or a floaty. (laughs) Now it is time to set sail for our three-hour tour. That's right! A three-hour tour. <laughs> this mighty voyage oh, wouldn't God. have been possible without you, the Patreon supporters. If you want to be a supporter of our show, go to patreon.com backslash AOTKP. Once there, you can sign up to get various buried treasures, <laughs> such as bonus episodes, videos, and my YouTube series, Insane Mike's One Minute Top Ten List. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AOTKP. Now, if you've never set sail with us before here at Attack of the Killer Podcast, we are a horror movie podcast where a group of friends get together and talk about our favorite true love. That's right, the open sea. I mean, our other favorite true love, horror movies. We speak freely and talk like sailors, so be warned, land lovers, there may be spoilers (laughs) ahead. We wouldn't be sailing the open seas if it wasn't for our sponsor, Shudder! (laughs) Shudder is the online streaming service for horror fans and pirates. Shudder me timbers. It doesn't matter if you are a lifelong horror nerd or just getting into the genre. Shudder has something for everyone. And you can get Shudder for $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year. That's right. Now, this very second, we are giving away a free month. Consider it a gift from the crew here at Attack of the Killer Podcast. And if you go to Shudder.com backslash podcast and type in our promo code AOTKP, you can get a whole month of Shudder for free. (laughs) If you think the SS Killer Podcast is just one mighty ship sailing in the mighty ocean blue, Think again. We are but one of a mighty fleet of ships known as podcasts on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. (laughs) Hours upon hours of podcast goodness awaits thee from all kinds of amazing shows, including some show called The Death List, whatever that is. You can check out all the shows on thepfpn.com. And now it is time yeah, land lovers, to meet me, podcast crew. <laughs> he has a peg leg, and it's the middle one. Tad good, everybody. <laughs> okay. Next. To- Next. <laughs> Just get this over with. <laughs> to quote the famous last words of his father, the captain of the Titanic. <laughs> Jason Bollinger! Oh my gosh. 
Dave's really committed to this. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. The whole episode, matey. Oh, God, no. Edward, Edward Smith, by the way. But, what? Captain of the Titanic. You nerd. Continue. <laughs> you nerd. He only goes to movies that are rated R. Andy <laughs> Awesome, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, hi. And lastly, it seems we have two stowaways on the ship. <laughs> Those scurvy dogs from the Deathless podcast, Jason and Ben. Hey, remember, it's not gay when it's underway. Oh, wait, wrong podcast. Sorry. Hey, how you guys doing, man? <laughs> that was the best I got. That was my best. That's pretty good. That was my butt pirate. Sorry, man. That's so, pretty good. <laughs> you, you guys called us. We didn't call you. What's That's up? That's right. <laughs> so, you guys. know what you're getting into. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? What's so, going on? So happy to have you here. Big fan yeah, of your I bet. Podcast. You're right, totally regretting this right now. So. Oh. Why don't, oh you, why don't you tell the uh, folks at home a little bit about your show? Yeah, we're uh, well. We're happy to be on your guys' network, but we're uh, the Deathless Podcast. We're we're a relatively new podcast. We got uh, what twenty eight episodes, I believe, at this point. Right there, uh, yeah. And this is two out of the three. We are missing uh, Hank Greenberg. He's a uh, uh, our uncle creepy, I guess, out there. But we're like the original fan-driven podcast that's dedicated to uh, ranking the best of the horror genre. And we came up with this idea. So basically, the fans out there will decide this list that we put out. You know, about every week or two or whatnot. So if it sucks, it's on you guys. You know. <laughs> so, but uh, no, it's good, man. We're look, we're, we're diehard, lifelong horror fans, and we're a mixture too. That's a, you know, Ben over here is he he watches some shit that I probably. You put them on a list, you know, and I'm a shit list. Yeah, exactly. I'm more of a that slasher, classic slasher guy, and then uh, our third guy, Hank. Well, <laughs> yeah, we the courts won't let me tell me what he likes to watch, but anyway, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, we have some fun, guys. We have some fun, and uh, and we're happy to be on you guys' network, man. And uh, this is cool. Thanks for having us on the show. Thanks for being here, and I've been really enjoying the show. I really love it. I mean, it's a combination of two of my favorite things, horror movies and lists. It, that's true. There, there, there you go. For so, real. Yeah. And you guys <laughs> do most of your listing stuff on Instagram, right? What's your Correct, there? yeah. It's a Deathless Podcast on, on IG, and I think it's our only social media we have right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. We keep it simple. We're busy doing, like, lots of other nothings. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems to be the go-to social media right now, it's so why easy. not make it yeah. easy for everyone? Yep. For sure, we uh, yeah, and like I said, we're 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 slowly getting our, our website up to put all our lists because that's what we get like every other day. It's like, hey, that first list you did back in you know seven months ago, who actually? What was the top ten? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're putting all that together on our on our our future website oh, cool. here coming up here. Cool. Yeah, so awesome. Like I said, I've been really enjoying the show. Although I gotta say, I do take <laughs> issue with the trivia episode that you did. Here, I'll, okay. s- I'll set up the story here. Um, I'm mowing right. my lawn, right? My mowing my lawn. I'm listening to that episode, yeah. and I'm doing pretty good. I feel like you know, I, I'm definitely you know schooling you guys. But right. uh, <laughs> but you get to you that's get not to, hard, by the way. <laughs> it gets to that multiple choice question about which movie does not have a death in it. And yeah. I couldn't remember if Rosemary's Baby, which was the right answer for spoiler alert for those who haven't listened to that episode yet. Um, yeah. I couldn't remember if there was a death in Rosemary's Baby, but I was I was for sure. Um, oh wait, no wait, no. The question was which of these movies had a death in it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Go. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it was a bunch of movie, a bunch of horror movies that did not have death in it. And I was convinced that it was The Gate. 
and I'm calling shenanigans because the gate does have a death in it. It's the dog. The dog dies in the oh, gate. Come oh, come on. See? Hey, it's uh, death. So you got us on a technicality. We should have right. said human death. Oh, yeah. There you go. Gotcha. Fair yep. enough. Whoop. Fair enough. <laughs> Who well, go you back might, might have said human death. I don't know. But like, <laughs> no, all I know is I was cussing I, in my hey, man, backyard and my neighbors listening. were giving me weird yeah. looks. So. How'd you do on that? You do all right, though? What would you never just score? I'm trying to remember. I think it was like nine. Please. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Man, I think we all uh, we all ended up with like two or three. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Doing our own show, by the way. That's a that's legit. A, have yeah. a computer sitting in front of me. It's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Cool. All right. Well, uh, cool. Good point. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll make sure to be more clear on our. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But seriously, that was a very fun episode. I was playing along cool. with you guys. So I think great. we're going to keep doing that. I think we'll do. Good. We got a we got a lot of response from that. And like I said, we're trying to trying to make people think and you know they, they come up with a horror question you know like trivia it's like i mean people are just like oh please what else what do you got for me you know so we yeah. try to go uh go deep you know what i'm saying and, mm-hmm. and uh throw that long bomb right off the bat you know yeah what shows you got coming up we have our top 10 it's a uh, vampire werewolves versus vampires yep. that's right or top 10 so it's uh and then it's not like uh, we're gonna do five werewolves, five vampires. It's like, hey, here's a top ten between all the vampire and horror and and werewolf movies ever existing. What makes it a top ten? It may be all ten werewolves. I don't know. I mean, unless it's like like Twilight and shit. I don't know. But you know, but uh, uh, it's gonna be good. I think this comes up next week, right, Ben? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's some surprises. I'm, I'm I'm shocked. And once again, we don't actually make the list. Uh, it's all voting on Instagram. And uh, so it's. Once we again, should do this big spoiler teaser right here, and I'll okay. just I'll shock <laughs> everybody. I'll be like really because I'm still I'm still holding this close to my sleeve. I'm really upset that subspecies did not crack the, oh, the top twenty. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> It's ridiculous with the announcement ah. of subspecies five coming, <laughs> yeah, right? No love for Radu out there in the world. This I is ridiculous. Him. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it's a new age, new age horror pants. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. No appreciation. <laughs> exactly. Good stuff. I tell I you. Wonder if exactly. they do help out there. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, good uh, times, man. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show, guys. This is awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Some solid movies we're going to talk about today, by the way. That's right. But before we get into those movies, I'm going to turn it over to Tad. All right. We're going to get right into it on our segment called What We Watched. On what we watched, we just go around one at a time and talk about what we've watched recently that either is or isn't horror, Jason, um, right. <laughs> and sort of discuss that, that movies and uh, shows that are on the on this episode. So I'm just going to start with Mike. You go ahead. What oh, did you watch? Wow, I get to go first. Um, um, I didn't really get a, a chance to watch a whole lot. I mean, yesterday, Simon and I, we went to go see Secret Life of Pets 2. Uh-huh, and you were giving me shit. About what? Ted. Oh, about not, not yeah. horror. Um, but <clears throat> since it's not horror, I won't get into it. Um, the only thing really horror-related that I watched is I watched that uh, Net- Netflix original movie, The Rim Rim of the World. Oh, yeah? How was that? Oh. It looked kind of neat. It was fun. I liked it. It was fun. It looked derivative. There, was, there but... were several... Well, I'm a sucker. I'm always going to be a sucker for the quote-unquote kids on bikes subgenre that they call it now yep. but like any any like horror film sci-fi film or or goonies that has a group of kids yep. you know saving the day i'm all for it you know yep. uh, that's just fun for me um so 
it, w it was fun in that aspect, even though it was like a really different group of kids than you're used to seeing in these type of films. A lot, a lot of them, like, you know, your Stranger Things, stuff like that. Uh -huh. They're pretty cookie-cutter, you know, you know, stereotype characters, you know. And, th and this one, they, it feels like they went out of their way to be a bit more diverse in the characters. Um, but uh, there's several moments in the movie that I'm like, that it goes, you, you got to suspend a lot of disbelief with this movie. Uh, especially when it's like four kids saving the world from aliens. Uh, and there's like several moments when I'm like, okay, that is extremely hokey. But at the end of the day, it was still a lot of fun. And then I realized, you know, it was like, it was all flashy and explosion-y and like, you know, crazy alien stuff. And I realized, once the credits start rolling, why it was so goofy and... Suspension of disbelief and so flashy. So it was directed by Mick G. Oh, it's like I go through this every time I watch a goddamn Mick G you movie, do. and I think that's why he purposely saves his credit for the end of the movie for so him to be like, you. "Yeah, it was me," because I go through it every <laughs> single time. I, I, I sit through this movie, I'm like, "Holy cow, this is this is a lot of fun, but it's so stupid. But it's a lot of fun. It's so flashy. This must be a Mick G movie. Boom, Mick G." Yep. I I don't want to like Mick G movies, but I like almost every single Mick G movie, <laughs> even um, Charlie's Angels. I love Charlie's Angels. He sounds like he should be on like the dollar menu or something. <laughs> He's kind of that director, yeah. He is the uh, dollar menu McDonald's director for sure. But but it's a lot of fun. I wasn't a fan of the alien design, not just the fact that it was all CG. It's just. I hate those like those overly designed yet under designed CG monsters, you know, like no color added to it. It's just like a boring gray, but they feel the need to add all kinds of unrealistic like bumps and muscles in places there would never be bumps and muscles. They're aliens, and How it's do got you know? four arms. There's still laws of anatomy going on. No, man. there is yeah, aliens. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway. I and like my I like my monsters with a dad bod. Is that all right? Right, that's what Mike's saying. I think. A couple rolls and his, you know, yeah, spare yeah. tire. <laughs> uh, and then and it's not horror, but I'm going to bring it up just to embarrass myself. Um, I watched also uh, Miranda Sings Live, which is on Netflix, because I sadly am a huge fan of Miranda Sings. Who's that? Some right, YouTube star? Who the fuck is Miranda Sings? <laughs> are you, are you... That's uh, four votes for uh, who the fuck is that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's a YouTube star. What? And she had a short-lived uh, series on, on Netflix called um, Haters Back Off. It's really funny. Sounds it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I missed it. Mike's got a crush, and so now he's... She, she's hot when she's out of character. Huh. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what uh, I watched. Yeah, you seem thoroughly embarrassed. That's great. I love it. I love As it. Well, you should be. <laughs> so we can move on. Okay, <laughs> let's go to Andy. What did you watch? Oh, okay. Uh, I had a little bit of time, so there's. Let's see. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, there's there's seven here, but but I'll be brief. Um, as I can be, since I'm I'm still a VHS guy. Uh, first one I got up here, and it, this this might get your attention, Tad. Is Joe Bob Briggs says this on the front cover? 
Four stars will surely become the standard for all horror flicks. Joe Bob Briggs, Joe Bob goes to the drive-in. I am looking at a copy of Sorority House Massacre 2, Nighty Nightmare. It's a Jim (laughs) Wynorski flimp. And I thought I would watch it uh, since, you know, we had that sterling endorsement of the first Sorority House Massacre. Massacre. Yeah. But it's actually, it's not bad. But what blew me away was it's actually a sequel to Slumber Party Massacre. Which, in my, I I don't know what the fuck to do with this thing, because I normally put it, like, you know, chronologically, like, you know, what's a sequel to? So it's, like, causing a paradox to me where to put this motherfucker. So, moving on. (laughs) Put it in trash. Trash, right? (laughs) It's actually, it's not bad. I'll take it all day, baby. I'll take it all day. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, just you know, boobs, blood. I'm mm. there, dude. Boobs, blood in the '80s. I will. VHS I will automatically with a Joe Bob it. quote. Yeah. Uh, second up, we got the key video release of Cat's Eye. Woo! And I hadn't seen that in a long time, and just the highlight for me was like Ted Stryker having to walk all the way around the uh, the building. Yeah. Robert <laughs> Robert Hayes getting yeah. That's a good and, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's I hadn't seen it like since, since I was like seven, dude. I was just like, you know, and Drew Barrymore, and you know, she's got the full lisp thing still going yet, and um, <laughs> yeah, pretty good stuff. Next up, we have another VHS key video release of The Park Is Mine, and I just wanted this for my collection because I dug it when I was a kid. Tommy Lee Jones taking going like full, you know. PTSD vet and taking over Central Park and rigging it with explosives. Not killing anybody, mind you. Yeah. Because, but yeah, he's just like... It's a good watch it. for me. I, love, I actually love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, awesome. yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good it's a good flick. I, I dig it. So, yeah, and I forgot Yef, Yefet Kodo. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Yeah, I forgot that he was in it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Next up, um, since Vinegar Syndrome had a uh, sale... <laughs> wow. Yep. Um, I bought Nightmare Weekend, okay? And yeah! I, <laughs> I have never seen, uh, you know, fucking Muppets attached to computers and ball bearings coming out of people's heads and shit. And very, very weird. I don't know what to think of this movie. I can't decide if I fucking hate it or absolutely love it. You know, it's, it's like an old girlfriend, you know? It's... Uh, <laughs> Wow. Do you get the yeah. feeling about halfway through that movie that the, the makers of the movie forgot what movie they were making? <laughs> I, I, but the thing is, I, from what I heard like on the special features, it was just like there was such a – like there was one script in English and then there was another script in like French – and they there's there were some people that had to come back and you know redo dialogue and it was just – it was a – uh, it was probably filmed over a weekend, and it was probably it's an aptly titled movie because I mean the fucking movie <laughs> is shits, but I mean it's 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 a car crash, man, and you can't help but just like okay, what next? You know, oh, yeah. it's it is it is very weird. It's got you know, but it's got like everything that I like in an old school horror movie, like you know, blood, nudity, you know, and just weird shit. So I mean, it's. It's really, really strange. Um, it's a weird one. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's got some good spe- special features on it. And, then, of course, it's a trauma trauma release as well because nice. they got the rights to it and all this and that. So, 
but yeah, I'm I'm glad I can say that I've seen it. I don't know when I'll ever watch it again. But uh, anyway, Nightmare Weekend. Uh, I have not seen the first one of this, but I I got it I got it for cheap when I was on my honeymoon because my my wife is awesome and we got to go to like you know all sorts of you know used media stores and I bought I picked up the ABCs of Death two. Cool. And have you guys seen any of these flicks? Yeah. I saw the oh, first yeah. one. Yeah. I've seen them both. I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you a single one. Yeah, I I dug some of. I really dug some of some of these shorts that that are on these. Uh, I know that the Soska sisters were on there because I I recognized old uh, eyeball in the vagina Tristan Risk from Innsmouth in there and yeah. the blonde from the editor, and that was the uh, the Soska sisters one and. Yeah, they've they've got some cool stories on here. Like the the lady that was like pregnant for like thirteen years because she was like eating this black root shit and she like have a kid. That was weird. But yeah, I watched that one and I watched one of my one of my new favorites. And Jason will be very very happy with me. I watched Mom and Dad, and I will Woo! watch any. I will watch anything in Nicolas Cage in full, you know, tilt batshit mode. That's why one of the reasons why I love Mandy. One, you know, many reasons why I love Mandy. But, um, and it's good to see Selma Blair working because she's yeah. obviously still a very beautiful woman and she's still very very talented. Um, she's yeah, interesting, uh, man. She she, I don't know if she has a hard time getting work or she's just very particular about the projects she picks but the projects that she's in are we it's it's not it's not normal stuff didn't she just come well, out and say, of, say she had parkinson's yeah. oh, was that it uh, oh bummer ms i believe ms yeah i don't oh. think it's parkinson's oh yeah multiple sclerosis she has to use a cane to, or or like a like this walking bike to get around because she said even the cane wasn't helping her lately, oh, but which is sucks. so such a bummer. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, she's but, awesome. You know, I do love her. Yeah, yeah, and obviously the prosthetic boobs that she wore in a Dirty Shame didn't do anything to her, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love I love that movie too. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I mean, John Waters last. I mean, everybody knows I'm a huge John Waters fan, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. When I saw that she shows up in a Dirty Shame, I'm like, oh yeah, what? And then, and then she's a stripper with giant boobs, and then has oh, a yeah. topless scene. I mean, they're fake boobs, but Obviously. still, though, I mean, putting herself out there like that, no pun intended, was awesome. Last one. Um, this is... Uh, what the hell was this released? Uh, 2014, and, and I had never heard of it, but I saw it at a used video store, and... It's got Eric Roberts and Daniel Harris, and it was and it's called Camp Dread. Hmm. And it's um, basically it's a nod to eighty slashers, which you know I <clears throat> obviously that's been established that I dig. But um, it was it's okay. It's worth a watch. I don't think it's worth owning, but then again, I didn't pay very much for it. But it's um, but da- but here's the thing: Daniel Harris, she's barely in it. Aww. You see more of Eric Roberts than Ugh. you do Daniel Harris, uh, but for for what it is, it's it's okay. Um, I I I can almost say this. I think it almost it almost tries too hard. I think 
Was it yeah. like a reality show one or something? I'm trying to think if I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. It yeah, was? It was? Okay. Yeah, this Eric Roberts character, he was making it like he was filming it to be a movie, but these people didn't realize that right. they were on a reality show. But, well, they, were, they did realize. Um, it's hard to explain. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it, I, I, it's how I felt after I didn't watch it. I'm like, ah, what, what? Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Like, okay, you know, I I didn't hate it. I mean, I appreciate they, that they were trying something different, but I feel like they were just trying too hard to do something different. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's my list, guys. Excellent. Sweet. All right, let's go to. Ben, what did you watch? Oh, that's me. I'm up. <laughs> Please do not. I'm there's, gonna, only, there's only one Ben. I'm going to go right now and say I'm not going to be that descriptive and stuff. Uh, <laughs> my brain is. What did I watch recently in the past week? I'm pretty much rolling through it. So first off, let me get this out of the way for those that don't know me. Since I'm a guest on your wonderful show, I always have like I have like I'm the guy that has two of those 300 uh, stacked DVD players in the shop. Oh yeah, and they're just <laughs> always playing because I'm guilty, much like you are, of just buying whatever I see at the video store that's cheap. Cheap is a good factor in my world of how I find my way into <laughs> new movies. <laughs> and there's there's an overabundance now that everybody is like just doing what we do so often, streaming online. There seems to be an overabundance of cheap to like almost free DVDs and Blu-rays at the local stores. So, yep. right. <laughs> yeah. so it's great. Physical media, uh-huh. baby. Physical media. <laughs> yeah, whenever I'm working around the house or in the shop, there's always something on the background. It just keeps shuffling through stuff. I love it, man. It's a way that I discover a lot of cool stuff and stuff that I get to revisit that I forget about. So uh, this week, like I know Train to Busan was on again because that's Yay. a regular watch in the house. Yeah. And that, that is just, every time I watch that film, I find myself loving it more. It's mm-hmm. just such a fun one. And I, I wasn't a big fan of the, the fast-moving, crazy Korean zombie type thing. But how can you not love this movie? Like, <laughs> I love this movie. Every Solid time it's on, rock, I love yeah. this movie. Oh, yeah. uh, because of our podcast, we're recently compiling you know, a list for the next category we do, you know, which is werewolves versus zombies. No, nope, vampires. Watching, or, or vampires, right? So uh, thank God. <laughs> what do you know zombies, talking man, about? That's like another 20 podcasts. <laughs> right. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm watching a lot of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm revisiting like Dog Soldiers because that's my jam. Uh, yeah. So I got Dog Soldiers on, right? Beauty. And uh, so I watched that again. If, if I think everybody pretty much knows it, but if you don't, it's got guns, it's got werewolves. Fuck yeah. It's freaking awesome, man! Like right, that right there is enough to make Fuck me want to watch yeah. any movie. Right? Hell yeah! Uh, and then I picked this one up. I did not know about this one, but I picked this one up at that video store, and it's called Pig. It's oh. actually the release by Cult Videos. It's Pig thirteen thirty four, and uh, is that it's a double release. Th- this is where you get on the list. Remember I told you about the list. <laughs> this is where. <laughs> Right now, if uh, if the FBI is listening, uh, it's Ben Turpak. <laughs> so it's like a it's a it's a it's an experimental type film that was shot by a guy that was like uh, his, his he's like his name is Roz Williams, right? And he was like uh, the inventor of like the death rock scene back in the eighties, right? Played in Christian Death and all that. It's a black and white film shot in sixteen millimeter. It's only about twenty minutes long. Very S and M. Very like serial killer takes a guy out to the desert kind of. Crazy stuff. You mentioned David Stop. Lynch earlier. This is it. Yeah, borderline. It could be, <laughs> for all we know. Um, the thing that makes this interesting is, is right after he did this project, I come to find out like this dude, like he 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 hung himself, committed suicide. Right? He was only like thirty four years. Yeah, typical artist. Fuck. So the guy that he hired to shoot this film, Nico B, he ends up making years later a follow up film to this film that pretty much documents how the guy committed suicide because it was like his way of grieving. You know, his loss mm. of his friend. 
So, I don't know, kind of an interesting, different watch. Uh, definitely not for the tame, like, or timid out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to be, like, a little... I don't even watch this shit. Watch I, I can't, yeah. <laughs> ben will bring this stuff to me, like, every week. Like, dude, you have to watch this. And I'm like, okay. And then I sit down, and I'm, you just, like... You can just feel like... I, I feel like he hadn't showered in, like, 30 days. <laughs> like, what am I watching? What is... You know, like... But it's art. <laughs> Fuck off. It's yeah, called it's Pig. Yeah, it's called Pig. Yeah. 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 It's pretty wild, man. Um, and then because, you know, you do stuff like that, you just want regular watches, too. You know, I just always try yeah, and watch stuff. it's called cleansing. Stuff. It's how they cleanse. <laughs> I try and watch stuff that I missed out on or, like, because I didn't go down dark avenues growing up into horror. I kind of stuck with the mainstream kind of stuff, so I missed a lot of mm-hmm. things. Sure. And uh, now I'm just trying to explore more. Like, I think after this podcast, like, I've probably got some other stuff on my list listening to you guys. But uh, yeah. I wrapped up the week watching uh, Bone Tomahawk with the wife. Hell just yeah. Just Heck Yeah. I love yeah, that movie. That's a good flick, man. That's, that's a great flick. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's right. I remember you recommending it to the guys on the last show, and I was just like yeah. cheering in the background. Like, yes! Yeah, it's such Listen a to him. It's so good. And, it, you know, it's unique for me in the fact that I'm not really one. Like, I like a good story when I'm reading or I'm audiobooking, or I like good plot development. I'm not so much in the horror. When it comes to the horror thing, I like to just get right into it. Meat, potatoes, blood, splatter, glore, right? And then Western. But man. This is a freaking good story. It's worth, yeah. you know, the slow burn yeah. in the beginning mm-hmm. to just get to the oh, good yeah, stuff, sure. you know? That payoff is worth any slow uh-huh. burn, yeah. And then for my embarrassment part, because I feel like it's only necessary, I should put myself out there, too. Man, I fell in love with that whole Sabrina shit on Netflix, dude. I'm uh-huh. just going to say it. Just going to say it. <laughs> I wish this was video, because I'm over here shaking my I'm head, I'm just going to say just... it. <laughs> I love it, man. It's darker than I expected, man. Looking for a second chair on a death list. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it through a couple episodes. I haven't got to it's really It's not bad. It, it really in. ramps up and gets But well, you're stuff. like, you love all that. You're even, you're a diehard Buffy fan, too, too right? Hell yeah, so, I love you Buffy. Will be some Buffy, man. Yeah, Joss so. Whedon, fuck the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good list. That's it. That's it for me. (laughs) All right. Well, we have an interesting uh, problem here. Which Jason wants to go first? I'm only going to go like five minutes. So (laughs) let me give. (laughs) You go ahead and go because our our Jason's going to go for at least two hours. No. Um, All right. What about? I've been on a full moon kick lately. I'm a fucking diehard full moon guy, and I just got the app, so I'm like, I'm getting my six dollars a month worth, right? You know, so (laughs) I'm like, I'm gonna watch every fucking movie on this fucking thing. Um, So this uh, this weekend, I finished up Killjoy one through three, and uh, Hmm. solid solid uh, solid filmmaking right there, fellas. (laughs) You haven't seen Killjoys? Uh Wow. Yeah. Was it Trent Haga? Like. Yeah, he wasn't the f- he wasn't the first one though, was he? Was uh, he one, was he one through three, or is he, did he go two and three? I thought he was there from the beginning, but I don't know. I still haven't seen any of them. I, I can't I can't remember because I know I've seen the first one, but I didn't. I don't think Trent Haga was Killjoy in the first one. I I don't know his name. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, fuck, I don't know. I just know that uh, you know, <laughs> get back to my roots. Uh, I'm half black from the top, you know, from the waist up, obviously. So <laughs> I was like, this is a, a good urban film, and uh, and I love it. I actually, I actually, I mean, I'm you know, once again, full moon. You put out anything, I'm going to watch it. And uh, so yeah, and and honestly, the first two are. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're there. Uh, three's a lot. Three's a lot better. They're, they're like they actually added like seventeen dollars to the budget, and uh, it's not too bad, man. But uh, <laughs> but now I'm also going through the the whole Puppet Master series, but in chronological order. 
Okay. Nice. So, uh, which was very difficult to figure out that whole thing. I think I think some people <laughs> put it out on the internet and what. Hey, this is what the order. But uh, yeah, if you go and try to do it chronological, I mean, it literally goes retro Puppet Master Three, Axis of Evil, Puppet Master Ten. The Axis Termination. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the new Blade movie that haven't even came out yet. That's, that falls in the middle there. Uh, oh, my God. We got one, two, four, five, Curse of Puppet Master, uh, Legacy, Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, and then, of course, Littlest Reich. So uh, I'm, I love Puppet Master. I'm, I, I think – I don't know why I could just sit there and just – I just stare at the screen and, like, somehow these, these things make Big me laugh. Big smile right? on so, her face. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so – and that's one beauty about, uh, you know, they've – Full Moon has dominated the the the, the cheap puppet fucking uh, you know uh, horror flicks, and uh, so you know once you get even even into demonic toys and all that stuff, you can never run out of stuff, man. So uh, that's where I'm at now. Oh, I guess and I anything mainstream. I did watch Chernobyl on HBO. Hell yeah! Year. You see that? That was Fuck uh, yeah! I love that it. That was depressing as shit. It man. was the heaviest and darkest fucking oh, five I mean, hours was, ever. Look, I ain't, I'm Ugh. not going to get political, but I'm going to say fuck communism, all right? Because I mean, right? that's what you right? – So thank God for America. Because, yeah, I mean, those, those poor bastards. Those uh, poor bastards. It just, you're <laughs> lining up. You're like, oh, I'll just take how, – how fast do you want your cancer, Ben? Because mm. we can get – yeah, there you go. That's what that's yeah, about. Okay. So but it's a good series. I mean, it's, it's what, five episodes? It's, it's, it's pretty but badass. It's done man. really well. It's done yeah. really well. It blew me away because it is so period correct, right? They, yep. I mean, even down to the the state-issued glasses that everybody wears, right? They all had the same eyeglasses and the outfits and how dreary it looks. But it blew me a little away because they have British actors. So there's no Russian accents at all in this thing. You know, you're like, yep. huh, or Ukrainian accents or whatever. But it's so, but you get over that pretty quick and, yep. and dive into this thing. And it's... Uh, and for those who you know, I'm I'm 46, so I remember actually remember when Chernobyl actually kicked off and and uh, and happened. It was like it was kind of cool to find out what really happened, you know, supposedly yeah. or whatever, and uh, and to find out it was uh, and they could have had what 13 more of those happen actually or whatever around the, <laughs> the country. Yeah. So good good sh- good show, man. If you haven't watched it, and check it's, it out. It, it is horror because also authentic is the the death and dying. Sure. And the yeah. bubbling flesh and the oh fuck, it's disgusting. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there like a an amusement park that was like was open for like one day, and then that thing mel- melted down, and then they had to <laughs> abandon it, and just like so, like all that shit is still there, like the bubble cars and the Ferris wheel and all this other jazz, right? Yeah, you can st- you can actually now. do tours there now, which is like uh, no thanks, nope. so good. not know? after this, no way, <laughs> yeah, 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 not after this, man. But uh, no, it's a uh, it, it's it's a solid watch, man. It's a uh, it, it it's slow. I, I don't want to say slow burn because that's that's no pun intended. But uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> 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 oh, G- good job bringing on the death list. All right, um, but uh, no, it's it's a good movie. It's a, or a good show, um, and uh, it's definitely worth a watch. It's a fast watch, so yeah. So there let's, we go. Uh, let's get back to your kill, Joey, real fast, because I mentioned I do have a computer in front of me and Trent oh. Haga in two and three. Okay, there you right? go. Right, I don't. I didn't know. Okay. And then that's Angel what I Vargas said. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and an angel in one. So there you go. Yeah, he's well, they, from Troma, and we're all big fans of his. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there body you go. Versus, body Clyde versus Dracula. I dug. Oh, he's good in that. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm yeah. That's all. I, I don't have that's, that's a much, as much TV as I can watch. Some good watching. Yeah. Some good watching. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess I'll go next. Um, 
I didn't have that much. It's only a single-sided little piece of paper, so shut up, Mike. <laughs> um, I, too, watched Chernobyl. Fantastic. You just uh, wrote smaller. I did. Uh, there's seven, but four of them don't really count. I did watch one in preparation for this episode. I watched The Last Shark from 1981, but I watched the Rift Track Yeah, version. you can't count it. It's Rift Tracks. Oh, then I can't count Day of the Animals, Rift Tracks. Oh, also on Prime. That movie's awesome. Yeah, I'd be and, watching it without Rift Tracks anyway. And, and I'll be honest, like those are two movies I saw, I've seen without the Rift yeah, Tracks I know before. I actually really like Day of the Animals, so it was fun to watch with Rift Tracks. William um, Gridler, who also did Grizzly. Yep. A lot of the same character, a lot of the same actors are in Day of the Animals and yeah. in Grizzly, but um, yeah, and Leslie Nielsen shirtless what? fighting a bear. Yep. That's worth it right there. Um, one of the worst things I've ever seen is Boggy Creek 2 and The Legend Continues. I yeah, saw that uh, MST3K. They, uh, they can barely oh, yeah. <laughs> make that. They had a hard time with it. Yeah. And then Outlaw of Gore from 1988. It was an know? MST3K. It has a... Outlaw of Gore? It has the Jack Palance in it. It's no another way. MST3K. It's awful. <laughs> the Jack Palance? The Jack Palance. And he's clearly, they spend the whole show like riffing on how he made a terrible choice in his job work <laughs> after leaving the, that's a credible show. Um, okay, so the, the real, the three movies that I did watch that I wanted to talk about was um, on Netflix um, from last year, this movie called The Perfection. Has anyone seen that yet? Oh, no, nah, not yet. It's, it's on my list. list. I'm, yeah, I'm not me. For uh, a couple more weeks. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I watched it yesterday. Um, it was directed by Richard Shepard. He did The Matador, which I've never seen, and he he won, he's done a bunch of TV. He's won an Emmy for the Ugly Betty show. Anyway, it has uh, Allison Williams from Get Out. She was the mm. girlfriend. Mm, okay, she's fantastic. And Logan Browning, she was in Dear White People, and then Stephen Weber. Yes, nice. And uh, it's I've heard this. This is like something you don't want to hear a single thing about before watching. So I've avoided everything. <laughs> so don't ruin a fucking thing. I won't. <laughs> I'm not a ruiner, and I hate when things are ruined. But but then I will just say that it's it's top notch. It's super quality. This it's it's a it's a good one. It's a really good one. Okay, I'll move on. But that's on Netflix. It's so so definitely recommend it. Checking out. Um, I just last night I watched Us finally. About uh, damn time. New Jordan Peele. What? You haven't <laughs> seen it yet either. I saw it at the theater, son. Oh, yeah. Uh, finally got to see it. <clears throat> Holy moly, that was good. Mm-hmm. Has everyone else seen that already? Am I the last I one? I have not. Oh. I'll send yeah, it to you. Yeah, it's good. Loved it. it well, definitely. You and I are going to talk off air, man. Oh, yeah. You just spend the whole half hour after just going, let me, let's. Let's dissect this a little bit. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll take it for face value, but there's a lot of fun fun players, and I love it. Um, okay, and then lastly, uh, holy fucking shit, the greatest thing. I, I, just, I just wish Brian was on the show to talk about it, but I saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh. Ain't good? Holy fuck, man. It is so <laughs> awesome. So oh, that's awesome. awesome to hear. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. I haven't seen it yet either. I got yeah. I'm a diehard. I love monster movies like big monster movies like this, man. So I'm a. I'm excited to see this thing. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, just uh, 
Yeah, just for old time's sake, like uh, I want to see it at the drive-in theater out here. Oh, and it didn't what? open last weekend. It opens this weekend because oh, I always got to get them a little bit later. Yeah. So just for nostalgia's sake, I'm going to go out there and see it. That'd be fun. <laughs> and that's that's badass. And I'm going to say right now because, guys, it's 110 degrees right now. Yeah. Like Phoenix, so yeah. you're going to go sit in a drive-in. Well, the good thing is you wait till 930 for it to get dark so you can start <laughs> seeing it. Good point. Good point. <laughs> When it's only 95 degrees. Good call. Exactly. <laughs> That's dedication right there. <laughs> Balmy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I love I love the 2014 one. I thought it was great. And this one just picks up and runs with it. It's just, it's awesome. fucking all monsters fighting. It's That's so awesome. good. Nice. Uh, I've already mentioned that the score is amazing and, and just everybody in it is so good. I mean... It's got Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown. She's awesome. Uh, Bradley Whitford I'm a big fan of. Um, Sally Hawkins. She's from Shape of Water. She's in it. All right, you're falling asleep. All right, that's my... I'm not falling asleep. Oh, your eyes were just closed. <laughs> got it. All right. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh, guys. If you have the chance, Godzilla is the king. That's what I watch. What about you, Tad? Man, I didn't watch a whole lot, but what I did watch <laughs> is complete shit. So, uh, <laughs> not not that necessarily happens. shit movies, but for this podcast, it's like, what's Tad doing over there? I watched Detective Pikachu. That was good. That was good. I, I, I watched. Yeah. I watched Book Smart for the second time. I really enjoyed that one. It looks good. Uh, I watched Mister Nanny starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> And I watched um, probably 12 more episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. Hey, you have been on quite the Unsolved this, Mysteries kick. Is my grandma on the fucking phone here? I, this is interesting. <laughs> just, just skip uh, if I'm he, in sort of if a you say murder she wrote, I'm going to be like, holy shit, I love you. No, um, <laughs> I've, I've mostly been playing stuff in the background uh, for uh, you two that don't know. I run a film festival, and we it starts in like a week from now, so oh. I've been... Uh, Kind of you know, f- fill- yeah, filling badges and making <clears throat> trophies and doing. You got a real job. Oh, that's. I have a job that's outside of that job, but that okay. that's what I, my evenings and weekends are doing that. And so it's like I play something in the background, and I don't want to just play like a movie. I actually want to sit and watch. Yeah. So you throw on Mr. Nanny, and that's yeah, we that's breezed great. over that way too fast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, you well, did. I, I was listening to a podcast where they mentioned. Uh, Somehow it came up that there's a scene in Mr. Nanny where a dog gets thrown into like Going a river. Into the river, yep. In the background, so I was like, I want to check this out, and like suddenly it's like an hour and a half, and I've watched the whole f- fucking movie. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to know what, what's a film festival, if you don't mind me asking. Snake Alley Festival Film. Uh, it's a four day short film festival here in Burlington, Iowa. Badass. Okay, cool. Yep. I'm, I, this, that's it. Sorry, I, you, you guys, guys are always, probably, yeah, you're you, probably plugged a thousand times, but we're new, so. And you guys no, are no, always no, plugging a film festival too, aren't you? What What is that? What's that? Is, aren't you oh, guys yeah. always plugging a film oh, festival? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know he's talking to me. That's the that's the problem <laughs> my brain, man. Sometimes I just shut off. I don't know for no reason. I can't Especially when I'm somebody. driving, it's yeah. it's horrible. Um, yeah, yeah. Creepy <laughs> Tree Film Festival. It's uh, we're 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 kind of. Uh, friends with them basically if you want to put that out there and we're going to do a live broadcast and stuff on their show but yeah it's good, good it's a it's a shorts and writing and all that good stuff as well so cool i love film festivals man i love it yes so do we yep, yeah we run yep. one too yeah <laughs> oh really yeah. i learned so much today this is amazing yeah. i feel like a total loser we just run a magazine we don't do that. that's, that's cool we, that's very we cool. all sort of uh i met andy and these guys through my film festival because they've all had work in it so oh really yeah it's yep. a small little world. 
That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's badass. All right, cool. I'm learning stuff over right now. This is cool. <laughs> okay, so yeah, now two hours later, I think we should get into the topic uh, of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Get, get to the nature at hand. <laughs> like what, yeah. what was the topic? Oh, yeah, I don't right. remember. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember so. the pirate voice at the beginning. That was great. <laughs> I think he should say shudder like that from like a shudder. Shudder. Yeah. Like Maybe that. I will. Um, so, Jason, what's the first movie we're going to talk about this evening? Tonight's first movie we're going to talk about is Open Water. Other people go on vacations and spend their days. Laying around. We have a story we're going to be telling for the rest of our lives. Daniel, where's the boat? That's a good question. As we are stuck in the middle of the ocean. Oh, God. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. This can't be happening. Oh my god. Susan! Susan! Open Water, uh, it came out in 2003 on a film festival, but it really was released in 2004, August 6th, but, uh, it's, uh, it, uh, I, well, no, I, I like this movie a lot, I just, I spent, I haven't seen it since it came out, Same. and I spent the first 10 minutes, like, researching why it looked the way it did, because I started watching it, and I'm like, this looks like shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, it it's looks like found footage, it but looks, it's not found footage. Right. Because it looks like yeah. found footage. It looks like shit. Because there's no character running the camera. Shut it's on not a, a, video. a right. character running the camera. It just happens so to I, be shot. I literally spent 10 minutes just reading up on the movie. Like, why does this look like this? What's happening? I'm like, uh, yeah. And then you, after a while, you're like, oh, I, it's normal. And you get used to it. And I like that fact, not to like interrupt you already as you just start now talking about the movie, but I like that fact that it's. Uh, that it's done in that found footage style without yeah. it being a Actually, part of the story. Uh-huh. But I think, I, I, I always felt like they shot it that way just to get what they got. Cause yeah, so it felt more home video. Like, or like, a, like well, a vacation video. Well, I just can't like, imagine if you're doing a big production that you could get some of those nice, huge, wide shots of them isolated in the water like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without seeing, like, the camera crew on a boat in the background or some uh-huh. shit. So. Well, I, f- I, feel like it, I feel like it helps the movie this way because it creates, yeah. like, a sort of, like, an intimacy between you and these two other peoples because you're going to be spending a hell of a lot of time with them. Yeah, and they're yeah. just going to be just out. You're, you're kind of out there with them in the water. You know what I mean? I think it. I think it helps the movie that way. 
would have shot like this. I, if I was in the water with them, they both would have been drowned by now. Oh. I, just, <laughs> fuck, 40 right. minutes of them arguing. I was like, shut oh. up. Oh my, no, all right. I'm sorry. I, I had to jump in there. <laughs> all right, a quick, a quick synopsis. Uh, Daniel and Susan embark on a tropical vacation with their scuba diving certification, cert, certifications in certification. tow. Uh, during a group dive, the two separate themselves from the others to dive a little deeper. An incorrect headcount suggests the entire group has returned, so the boats depart. When the pair surfaces, they make out a vessel in the distance, but it's not immediately set in that they have been left behind. With sharks lurking beneath, their survival chances grow smaller. Ah, during that whole headcount shit, I was getting... Nervous again. I'm like, I knew what happened, but I'm like, you sons of bitches. Yeah. You fucking yeah. arrogant, hairy beast of a man. <laughs> it's your damn fault. Anyway. I'm sorry. How, how do you not do a double head count, right. a triple head count? Oh, what the fuck, look, people? This is a real concept. I, I've been all over this world. I ain't going to lie, man. I'll have to say, no one knows nothing. I promise you that. All right. <laughs> 90% of this world, people are just faking it until they make it, man. I, I swear. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've scuba dived once. Let me just start a scuba diving uh, you know, business. Good. Let's yeah. do it. I swear to God. This is, I, I saw this because my old lady was saying the same thing. She's like, how are you not? I'm like, are you kidding me? This well, is, this is about as real as you get, yeah. man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And that's, and then, yeah, and that's yeah. what's scary about this is that it is oh, yeah. based on a real story of, yeah. Is it? Is it based on a true story? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that popped up right right at the beginning there, based on a true story. Well, I I knew that was going up. I put that on anything. I put it on. Uh, I put it on my Cheerios. I should put that uh, on our podcast. It's a true story of Tom. (laughs) Tom and Eileen Lonergan, who in 1998 went out on a scuba diving group, Outer Edge Dive Company, on the Great Barrier Reef, and were accidentally left behind because the dive boat crew failed to take an accurate head count. Wow. Probably still in business. But did they survive? Probably, probably, yeah. <laughs> wow. Great, uh, Great Barrier Reef. That's uh, that's like Shark Central as well, man. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Fuck. Fuck. I uh, I was surprised. I I I've made it through this thing a couple of times. Uh, I'm you know if those who listened to our show, I do not like found footage, man. That is not uh-huh. my. Uh, I, I fucking hate it. But anyway, it, but this isn't right. I'm not big <laughs> on it either. It, okay, shaky but cam, it's not. Right? But it's not. <laughs> technically. But uh, I, it, technically, it's not. I know. Yeah. You're right. There isn't found footage because there's a camera floating in the water for some reason filming these guys the whole time. But I hate <laughs> I hate legit shark movies, man. I Give me Sharknado. This isn't a really shark movie. Give it's, me, uh, it's a water movie. What the fuck are you talking about? There's sharks. They die. <laughs> well, there's some sharks, but they don't really kill anybody. But give me six-headed shark attack. I fucking eat, I'll eat those up, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. but the second you give me a legit shark movie, I'm like, I get it. You're top of the food chain in the water. All right, we suck. You're going to eat me. I, I, I don't think this was a shark movie, though. I think this was a, so? a psychological what the fuck do we do now movie. Like, that's yeah. the fear, go right? Diving, the fear is we're yeah. stuck out here in the middle of yeah, nowhere. What happens when yeah, hope the is lost? Yeah, the vastness of the ocean and how right, far right, they right. are. Ugh. The last thing I'd be doing is arguing with my wife the whole time. I'm surprised Fuck. it took that long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. See, I thought so, too. Because I, I, I was on the opposite side of, the, of that argument. I was sitting there, I'm like... Oh, will you quit saying I'm sorry to each other? It's like the yeah. first hour is this, oh, I'm sorry, honey. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. And then, <laughs> so when he finally fucking flips out, I'm like, thank God, about time. Yeah. Some yeah. real reaction. I wanted to here. go to fucking Disneyland. And look, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I would have done the same thing, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I do appreciate 
what this movie was made for and what they ended up making out of this thing. You know, I've always a big fan of shit like that, you know, where it's like, what was the budget for this thing? It was $120,000 to make and it was Holy shit. Uh, bought by Lionsgate for $2.5 mm. Brilliant. And then nice. it's wow. screened at Sundance and then Lionsgate uh, spent another $8 million on distribution and marketing. And then the film ultimately grossed fifty-five million worldwide. Damn, yes. five times the money. That's brilliant. That works yep. for me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I saw this one in theaters. Did you? I can't remember yeah. if I did. Uh, I don't know if I could have handled it in theaters. Because see, my thing, <laughs> I, I would think if I was in that situation, my first of all, immediately, immediately, I would have drowned. I can't swim. <laughs> right. Um, right. <laughs> but. Uh, but if I was in that Why situation, would you be scuba diving if you can't swim. <laughs> oh, that, that explains that's that's totally normal. I mean, literally, it's like Why do I, I do never... half the shit I do. Come on, Andy, you should know better. Um, but I would think I would be driven mad just by con- oh, that my whole side of vision is nothing but waves. And that sun That's, hitting the waves and stuff mm. like that shit burn that shit can burn out your retinas, man. Sure, like sure. I think that I would just be driven mad by just like that. For, that's my line of sight for hours. I hear you. For me, it's totally <clears throat> not being able to see what the fuck is under you. Oh, that well, is just yeah. the scariest thing mm-hmm. I've ever and thought. Yep. Like, like Castaway when he's just on that raft and that fucking whale comes up, I just lose my shit. Like mm-hmm. Just some really cool scariest. aerial shots of them two in the water, and you just see those oh, sharks fuck. I can't swimming underneath it. them. Only, only the abyss awaits below you. Oh, fuck, I hate it. That's where I like, okay. I, I think like on the found footage side of things, this movie was constructed very, very well. Like it, I put it up there with Blair Witch as far as the shots being orchestrated they, they, the way they were, because there was that shot... Towards, it was closer towards the end. It was in the third act somewhere, where I think I can't remember if it was just the girl at this point, and she's in the water, and like the the camera is at her eye level, and it's it's bobs just slowly under, bob, yeah, yeah. and it bobs yeah. under just enough to see like oh, fuck. like ten fucking sharks around her, oh, and you're like, it. oh my yeah. god, and yeah. it, and and guys, it's real fucking sharks. I mean, that's what sets this movie apart from all sure. other movies. These are. Which is another reason why I respect Real this movie because I can't imagine how they shot no, this movie no. at all. Oh god! I yeah, this hit home a little. So like, I'm a I'm a retired marine, right? So I remember when I when I went to Hawaii, and I'll, I'll make this story short. Um, I went to I was stationed in Hawaii, and I got there, and I was a recon guy. So we were jumping out of airplanes, and I never forget we're doing like, hey, we're going to do a water jump today, right? I'm like, oh, that's cool. We're going to jump out of airplanes, land in the water. It's beautiful. It's Hawaii. Jumping into Kaneohe Bay. And anybody who's out there who ever been to Kaneohe Bay already knows the end of the story. So I'm coming down on my parachute. I'm like, eh, this is fucking badass, right? And I look, I see the boats, right? Because you kind of want to land the other boats and get in the boat and all that stuff. But you're like. And I see all these shadows. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? You know. Like, <laughs> so I'm coming down. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Next thing you know, I can make out shark bodies, right? Fuck. And they're hammerhead. They're, oh. We were jumping into a hammerhead breeding area. And I, no, oh, fuck. me being the yeah, I know. And there was literally thousands. And I'm sitting there. I I became Jesus as soon as I hit the water. I walked on water. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sitting there losing my mind. They're all laughing. I'm like, ah, oh, these they're, no, they don't bite you, man. They don't bite. They don't mess with you. And I'm just like. 
Someone could have briefed me before I exited a goddamn airplane <laughs> coming down to a shark tank. This is like a Fonzie episode of Happy Days or something, right? I was just like, this is horrible, man. But the, that, when I saw that, it, oh my once gosh. again, you, yeah, you start seeing, like I said, even in open, in, uh, in open water, all the sharks, the shadows. Oh, fuck that, dude. I'm out of there, fuck man. That. I would have I done what she yeah. did, probably. You know, yep. but she made a mistake though. Look, or you, if you're gonna, you, when she was bobbing, man, you can't stay on top of the water, man. You got to go deep. You got to go under and just fight, right? You get, I mean, take one of them, poke his eyes out, and then, uh, you know, hopefully the rest will be pussies. I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm trying to think of what you do, you know, in that situation, yeah. or or maybe not go scuba diving. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, That's I sort of how I feel. Like I just avoid uh, any water where I can't see the bottom. Like <laughs> we're not right. Like, you have to use all these machines to uh, properly just breathe in water. To me, right. that's a sign like we shouldn't be in there anyway. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, we don't yeah I don't this. like being. I like being on the top of the food chain. That's that's my. I love that. That's this is great. You know, I'm, right now, there's nothing that's going to come eat me right now. Well, Ben gets hungry. I don't know what's going on, but it's you know it's 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 you the second you step in the, step in the ocean. You're not like one step down on the food uh, chain. You're like ten steps down uh-huh. man, at least. You know, you yeah. got whales, you got sharks, you got fucking mermaids. I don't know what else you got. Maybe it's. <laughs> I got to say, nobody this... knows what's at the bottom, man. That's what's that's what's scary. Yeah, the, yeah, right. The the, un, the fear of the unknown. But I I gotta say, this movie. I mean, I've seen a lot of true stories. I mean, I can sit through Gacy. I can watch, you know, sit through Gein and all this other stuff. Zodiac, whatever. This movie made me feel like fucking shit. It's just this movie made me feel awful because that's like I try to like put myself in like the main character's position. I mean, I couldn't imagine feeling that helpless with the uh, love of my life out there, awful, and right? Be, not being able to do anything. And this shit actually happened. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my god, this is just it's so it's so fucking awful. I mean, it's just like I like yeah. I had to watch. I had to like watch like I could have watched like Friday the Thirteenth and it would have like really che- cheered me up, you know. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just like this. This yeah. movie made me feel awful, but I will say this: it had one of the most because I was I was researching it a little bit more, and it had like one of the coolest, like most unique movie posters I've ever seen because it was like it was like a yes a standard one sheet, but it had like a shark bite bitten out of the side of it. It would have made a bitch to frame, but it looked really cool. <laughs> It had a, it cool. had like a big bite, you know, coming out yeah. of the here, which I thought was really cool. So, but yeah, this, I like right. the movie, but it just—I don't think I want to watch it again because it just made me feel like shit. And yeah, no, I, I'm, well, good news is they made what, like five more. I mean, I, <laughs> two. They only made a second. Oh, one. did they? Okay, I, don't know. I, I thought there was thought a third one. one. Oh, I maybe, but I, I know this. I I only I know the second one. Oh, I've yeah, seen the second a... one. Third one, cage the, dive. There is a third one. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, it is cage. That's right. Yeah. The second one either. called adrift. I don't think there's even match. sharks in it. So. Gonna get a cage. Yeah. No, there's no. I don't, if I remember right, I don't think there is sharks in it. Um, I've got the second one. The second one's really good too. They add like a whole other element to it. Uh, they they uh, they're scuba diving off of this boat, but they can't. The, no one put the ladder down, so they can't get back on the boat. Oh, and dude. there's Jeez. a baby on the uh, baby on the boat. Oh, I remember that. I, I thought I hadn't seen it, but now you mention it, I'm like, I think I have. They have like one of those little suction cups things that says "baby on boat." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. When you see that, when you see that on someone's car, what do you, what do you, 
Oh, I'm not going to hit you, I guess. I'll just go yeah. hit someone else in front of me. What the fuck is that? Basically, they're saying, normally you, normally we know you drive like an asshole like most yeah. of the time, but it will <laughs> just be cautious while you're passing us. <laughs> oh, okay. That's it, sir. <laughs> That's basically uh, what they're saying. It's just I they can't you. fit all that on the sign. <laughs> nice. All right. That makes sense now. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man. Ben, what would you think? You- uh, I don't mind this film too much. I mean, it's like not for me. I mean, like again, like I think the if you accept it as a big like I'm afraid of the ocean movie and not going into it the way like you just described that movie poster where I expected to see some sharks and some carnage, I'm not let down. But if I go into it thinking this is a shark movie and stuff, I'm totally let down. Totally oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it is a shark movie. The fucking guy gets eaten by a shark at the well, end. Well, then in that case, what I'm saying is it sucks as a shark movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's, right? There's not there's not but a six headed the shark. But there. in the, the scare the shit out of me what's underneath me, it totally works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with these guys. It totally okay. works. <laughs> Would you try I, I always look at it like this way, right? Yeah. How 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 long was the Titanic missing? <laughs> and that's a big ass boat, right? Yeah. So I don't need to be anywhere near. You could lose something that size. That's all I'm saying. That's a good I'm point. Just, I'm just totally with you guys on this. That's a good words to live by, right there. Yeah. So, so for the fact that playing off the fear of like psychologically, there's a lot of crazy shit down there. I don't yeah. need to be down there. This yeah. movie scares the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. But like as a monster shark type movie, I'm just like, yeah, it didn't do it for me. If I'm expecting that, gotcha. I'm let down. That's all. I get- I'm right with you. I get what you I get what you're saying. I can I agree as far as like a fun actiony shark movie. It definitely misses out on that level. But the you know I mean, huge spoiler. You know both our characters are eaten by sharks in this movie. Um, yeah. And even though it's not like some big dramatic like Jaws moment, like the shark jumping out of the water and landing on the boat and and Quinn falling into its mouth. Um, which is a majorly effective scene. I still thought the the deaths of these two were hugely effective. Like they affected mm-hmm. me emotionally, big time. You know, just because like, you know, he he he's dead, and she just lets him drift off, and you just kind of well, just they, you see him right. like you see him like a fishing bobber, just like oh, there's a <laughs> oh. there's a little nibble, there's a little nibble, and then just plump. Because they show the boat people figure it out, kind of right near that moment, uh-huh. just to give us the viewer. A little hope they don't have any yet, but yeah, and that's where I, I wanted to call bullshit. I had to raise my bullshit flag. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I guess once again, I've been to some really third world countries. If they find out, like, oh shit, we fucked up, and there's two people on the ocean, they're just gonna get rid of that bag. <laughs> like, I don't know, if we hadn't seen them, <laughs> like, yeah. So they just go back to shore and then just go party. They, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't even clean up their boat, they don't even realize two <laughs> tanks are missing. Ah, fuck those fuckers. That's good accountability. I do like how, uh, what was her name? Uh, fuck. Uh, Susan. How she, uh, she ended up saying fuck it and killing herself. You know what I'm saying? That was, uh, that was actually drowning. Or I assume she went and drowned herself, she right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which is, once again, you're, you're faced with that. Like, I'm going to either, I'm going to, I'm 99% chance I'm going to get eaten by sharks. What do you do? I mean, do you fight or do you just do what she did and said later and just check out, you know? And that's and and that's the good part of this movie because you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, well, what would you do? It's like the mist. What would you do at the end of the mist? Right? Oh, I never fuck. made it that far if that was really <laughs> No. I'd have leaned over and started taking a bite out of your arm like three hours into bobbing. <laughs> yeah. I, get, I need a snack, bro. I would have done what they do. Like, these the, people not hungry? Right? You're, like, how you, you're, same with the old bear attack, right? You, you, you fucking run and the fat, the fat kid doesn't want to exactly. get eaten, right? I would have done the same thing. I would, exactly. I'm a fast swimmer, dude. You're screwed. I got to have snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> would you... uh? Okay, if you and your old lady, here we go. 
this was hypothetical. You know this is the end, right? Boom. Yeah. Would you would you go out on some fun or try and smush? <laughs> would you try to hit the smush room? Try and smush in the open ocean? <laughs> Why not? That's crazy. It hey, you could have set off some singles. Maybe some some dolphins come up, get rid of That's the sharks. Part two. Just, that was okay. part two. Where you have hybrid shark human babies. Okay, <laughs> back to life. Now, I will watch that movie. By the way, That's six and a half headed sharks. Yeah. I'm down, down. <laughs> no misleading posters on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just attack like half human, half shark. I'm sure at this time the, gu- the guys have muted us. So this is. Sorry, we got off track. We got off track. Coffee is flowing here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Awesome. Good movie, man. Yeah. Well, between between this and uh, 47 meters down, I'm just not getting on some fucking uh, boat on vacation. You know? Oh, no. No. Uh, horrible for a tourist industry. This is bad. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yes. <laughs> right. But then again, what are you going to do? Oh, you know what? I'm not going to go diving with these sharks. I'm going to go skydiving instead. That's way better. Fucking or paragliding or something. Get behind a boat by some dude who's shit-faced. Right? Fucking fly around. Anyway. All right. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. This is uh, th- these are but well, these are these movies that scare you in the you know stuff like this where where you if someone goes Ben, you're one. You're like, I don't get in the ocean, right? Right. Yeah. You're like because once again the whole food chain thing. Right. It's because you've seen too many of these, dude. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's that. There's that moment in the movie where they're, you know, they're talking about their, you know, their vacation and stuff. And I think she said at one point, "It's like I just wanted to go skiing." And then my brain, like, if I were to edit this movie, I'd, I'd cut right to a scene from Frozen where they're yep. stuck up on the lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're fucked either way. Yep. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. that that old uh, Windows. Game where you ski down the hill and the the snow monster comes out and eats you. Yes. What? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Sounds brilliant though. What? The, this is awesome. I got. I'm a Mac guy. Maybe I don't know. So all right. Yeah. All right. And we watched this on 2B TV. That app. Is that where we watched it? Yeah. That's I don't know. I, I have it on DVD. I watched the DVD. Right. I'm just trying to help out the listeners who don't have it. <laughs> I will. I will say that when I watched this the first time and watch this again this time, I don't think I've watched it between. There's always this really weird moment in this movie that stands out to me, and there's a full frontal scene, and it's like seems completely unnecessary. I guess maybe it's because uh, they want to sort of make it feel real, like she would be actually be sleeping naked. I don't know, but both times it sort of was like, oh shit, whoa, what's happening? Like in a shark movie you know yeah but yeah. anybody else like taken back by that i didn't mind it i'm just saying it. like it seemed like completely out of place oh see when i i saw it i thought it made it feel more like these guys are clearly on vacation in a hotel room that seemed yeah. natural to me i guess i don't mm-hmm. and so we know that you don't when you go on vacation that's cool He's but. watched too many night lines where they run the black lights yeah, over hotel room beds. Uh, unsolved yeah. mysteries, dude. Unsolved <laughs> mysteries. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I thought they did that just so we weren't sitting Yeah. I thought they did that just so we weren't sitting there through the whole movie wondering what she looked like naked. So. Good point. Yeah. Just get it out of the way early. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I, I respect that. I um, total respect that. In fact, every movie should start just right off the bat. Exactly. Let's get, line them up. Let's everybody, line them up. Everybody get naked. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> I might want to see you again here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's all right. <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. Decide, to, decide whose shirts and skins, you know. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you put your clothes who, back on. You're who's playing it. for who's, who's on. Decide which teams we're going to play for. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, it's funny because it's true, right? <laughs> anyway, all right. Okay, <laughs> so I think uh, I think it's enough about open water. We'll move on to the next film. Andy, what do we got up next? We got Ghost Ship from two thousand and two. Murphy. I'm Jack Farrington. I fly the Arctic Weather Patrol. Last month, I was out in the middle of the strait when I came across this. Congratulations. You found a boat in the middle of the ocean. What do you think a ship like this could be worth? Depends on if we have the right to salvage it. I do know one thing. Sea gives you an opportunity to take it. Yo, Murph, I think you should get up here. It's an ocean liner. It's the Antonio Graza. Any sign of what might have happened? Nothing. No passengers. No crew. No captain. No mention of anything in the ship's log. What do you make of that? The ghost ship. I think I saw something I couldn't possibly have seen. I think I saw a little girl. seriously wrong with this boat haunted possessed whatever you want to call it i said we get our boat going and get the hell out of here what are we gonna do we have got to get off this boat now bon voyage did you say ghost ship or ghost shit ghost. well it's <laughs> it's awesome. a, it's it's a ship it's okay. a uh, it's a vessel a yes. liner, to be precise. Before you shit all over it, I will, uh, I will just uh, give you the synopsis here. Uh, salvage crew that runs a small tugboat called the Arctic Warrior is approached by a stranger, Jack Ferriman, who uh, is a member of the Canadian Air Force, and he spotted a large vessel floating aimlessly in the Bering Strait. Reluctantly, the crew takes the job. Only when they find the ship, they discover it is the Antonia Graza, an ocean liner that has been missing since 1962. It's pretty much a haunted maritime tale on par with the, with the Mary Celeste and, you know, the Flying Dutchman and shit like that. As soon as the crew boards the Antonio Graza, strange things begin to happen, but they discover a large quantity of gold on board. And according to maritime law, anything that is in the international waters can be claimed by who has ever able to bring it into port. The crew decides to leave, but leave and take the gold. But as you can guess, the ship has other plans. Uh, this, to me, this is like Event Horizon on water. I mean, it's not as, it's not as good as Event Horizon, but I still really like it. Um, I gotta say that the beginning of scene of this movie is one of my favorites. I mean, yep. I'll put it up oh, against yeah. any Final Destination scene 
it's very Final day. Destination. It, it's 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 brilliant because, like I said, it's uh, it's the best scene in the whole movie, right? I yeah. mean, a yeah. good call putting it in the front because if it was in the middle, no one would have seen it. No one made it that long. I promise you, you know. <laughs> so no, that first scene, the the wire scene, if you're talking if I'm correct, yeah, the, is the boom cable ripping through all the 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 dance party, man. Oh, so good. Yeah, that was money. Yeah, the set. I think the set designs are great. I mean, like the the weird thing, like in the the Italian singing, it's it's weird because it's like it sounds like really beautiful in one setting, and then like the next setting in the movie, it's like just creepy as hell. Yeah, it's just it's it, it just works. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that I really really like about this movie. Um, uh, Normally, I got to do my spot, the line of the movie, oh, God, you really are a fucking ghost. My favorite <laughs> movie. Um, uh, I mean, it, I, do ha- I do have some gripes. I mean, how can Katie sit on a chair, but she's not able to hold a locket? Good point. I mean, apparently her <laughs> ass is solid, but her hand, but her hand isn't. Uh, uh, what, what do you guys think? Well, look, I, I got to caveat real quick. So... One of our best friends is Isaiah Washington. All right, so I've been text, oh, nice. I've been texting with him all day today, telling him about, hey, we're going to go in and talk about Ghost Ship, and uh, it, that fucking guy hates this movie. I think everybody hates this movie, right? <laughs> it's funny. He's like, well, it's not the movie they all signed up to make originally. Like what they say online, what you read online, and true about the script yeah. they sign on the read is absolutely true. Right? Him, yeah. So. I, I love it though. I told him I was like, look, my favorite scene is look I, where we have Isaiah Washington. He's sitting there. He's he's looking at his picture of his fiance and he's just like baby i'm getting back to you no matter what and then 30 seconds later he's yeah. trying to hump a, a ghost <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i was like i was like man they're trying to keep you down isaiah look at that shit they set you up and then of course he you know tries he, he, he gets the the behind shot and uh falls into the damn elevator shaft man uh you know uh but no he, he uh he fucking hates this movie man <laughs> it's funny shit when he tells me this shit. he's just like yeah, really. Of all of all my movies, this is the one you guys want to talk about. I'm like, it's the only one you've done that's considered horror, man. You know, besides Grey's Anatomy. I mean, fuck. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I dug this. I mean, I, it is what it is, man. Like I said, you you get hooked right off the bat on that first scene, man. You're just like, fuck yeah, you know, this is badass. I'm signing up. This is great. And then just you know, let you down, obviously, you know. And uh, yeah, this, the ending, I guess. Once again, spoilers that you got. What is he like a soul collector? I guess I think. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah. The uh, Jack Ferriman. I mean, right. he's, uh, um, yeah, he's kind of like uh, basically taking souls to hell. I mean, it's yeah, like a quota, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah, he's like a demon. You know, sure. he's just. Um, but I mean, I really like this. is very, very early uh, Carl Urban too, and I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of his, I'm a big fan of his too. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some good uh, um, scares and stuff. I mean, good effects like you know the the uh, the pool filling up with blood, you know, seeping out of the bullet holes and stuff. Um, uh, the maggot scene was kind of cool. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the tip of the cap to the Lost Boys. Right. Uh, oh, and when they scare the shit out of her in the freezer, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, just, I mean, because I, I kind of work, like, it just kind of reminds me of guys that I work with. You know, they just, you know, you develop this relationship where it's just like you just fuck with each other all the time. Yeah. 
And, you know, I mean, they seemed like a crew that would, like, do that to each other. Just, yeah. uh, uh, the whole crew staging a mutiny uh, the, with the montage scene and the hook going into Francesca's oh, fuck, uh, yeah. neck. Uh, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see why people have, you know, a bit of a problem with this movie, but I mean, I I've, I've always had a soft spot for it. I've always really kind of liked it. Um it's it's one you can sit down and watch and then it's one that you can put in for kind of like white noise and just kind of like, you know, you know, yeah. if you're doing shit around the house, you just like if you're cleaning it up and you could just kind of glance at it for a little bit and then just walk away. Then do some more stuff, and then just glance at it, and just, you know. I mean, sure. you don't care if you're missing it, but you still kind of like watching it. It's yeah, it's a lot. You said it's like just like white noise in the background. Man. That's what Ben does in all his shit, right? Very so. fair in how I treat this movie. I've seen it well <laughs> over thirty times. The same yeah. way I could tell you everything that happens. I've seen it probably three minutes at a time for the yeah. past four years, six years <laughs> of my life. <laughs> They make the savage salvage biz business look badass, right? I was like, yeah. shit, man, maybe I didn't get into that, but uh, I need a crew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll be just be picking up like dolphin shit or something. I don't know what. I, you know, it's like who the who was they had that one? Was it Mudvayne? Was it the soundtrack? Yep, to, yep. Uh, yeah, it was like, I love it was that requirement. Song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was that was a, a that was a gleaming quality, I guess, of this movie. Man. So, yeah. <laughs> and then it was over. All right, <laughs> but no, I liked it. I love it. Very creative title. I mean, you could have went, ship. yeah, just you know, it could have been like Poseidon's fucking like X. Ex- yeah, no, it was just straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's a ghost ship. Did you get all nostalgic? All those interior shots of the Queen Mary and stuff. Felt, oh, felt all good. Was that it? Like, was that actually yeah. Queen Mary? Yeah, we've been on the Queen Mary. That's <laughs> like too many times. We live out here on the West Coast. You know those shots. Yeah, I guess it You're was. Like, oh, yeah. shit, I know what that shit. Good point. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I've done scary. that haunted ghost tour many times. Yeah, we, we've done that, man. I know. I had to get it, like one of those ghost apps on my phone when I went to the, the Queen Mary because I was like, because everybody's like, well, how, how was it? And I'm like, it looked like a fucking ship to me. I don't know. But then I, <laughs> I take all these pictures with these fake ghosts right next to Ben and shit. You know, it's like, oh my God. But uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a fun watch. It's a good it movie. It is, it's all right, man. Like, I'll, watch it. I'll watch it again tonight just to prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody get the vibe that it almost started out like a romantic comedy with it's everything so happy and stuff, right. you know, and like the, the bubbles the and, font. The, and just like <laughs> I'm just like okay, oh, like the like, I know I'm channels. I know what I'm watching, but like what the hell am I watching? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. the tone is like very very different at the beginning, and like I I noticed like. When she goes into the cooler that hasn't worked probably since the mid-60s with all that rotting meat in there, shouldn't it just smell just, like, fucking awful? (laughs) I mean, wouldn't you be retching your ass off? I mean, I I sure as hell wouldn't be hiding in there to scare anybody. I'm like, fuck, this ain't worth it. I I know Tad can agree with me. The the fonts used in the titles did not match this movie. Oh, my God. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Well, the... the (laughs) Poster is so cool, and uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the ghost uh, or the skeleton face on front of the boat is really cool. But man, this movie is absolutely a product of its time. Like, yep. there's no doubt when you watch this, you know exactly when it was made. And uh, this era of horror was not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, early two thousands, right? So yeah, is? and yeah. the same director that did Thirteen Ghosts a year earlier, and it's like, so oh, I can yeah. absolutely yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was trying. Has that to, I was same feel. To. I agree with you 100 percent on it. it. Has that same feel, man. Like same 2000s, just churning them out, putting no thought into yeah. it. Yeah. 
But at the same time, like that's kind of what makes it watchable again. You just put it in. You're like, yeah, it's on. Look how stupid it's we horror, were back It's then. better than Flintstones. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I I've seen that. that opening scene so many times that I've never actually sat through this entire movie. Oh. And uh, this is a, so this was like a first watch for me. And really? it'll be, that's it'll awesome. probably be the last watch for oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like I said, man, like the, the, the heavy metal and the, it's just too much of its time and maybe... I just uh, associate it with the time. Like, I probably would have fucking loved this when I was in, like, the eighth grade. I thought I probably would have thought this. <laughs> cool. But uh, this came out when I was, would have been, like, a sophomore in high school. And I, I, by then, I was, like, way too cool for this, you know? Like, I was deep into, like, the indie horror. I'm like, oh, my friends were like, have you seen Ghost, Ghost Ship? Like, f- fuck that Go movie. Go fuck yourself. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is one I wouldn't be walking to school bragging about. <laughs> but you're right. You, you nailed it on the box art, man. And this is, once again, this is why I preach about it all the time. I used to I used to be that guy that made box art, right, uh, and, and for shitty horror movies and and, uh, and just to fool people. You know, now it's like you can't get fooled anymore because now you can do that little five-minute test. Oh, this sucks and get out of there, right? And so we're back in the day. You committed, right? At the video store. Yep. You're like you're like, well, got me. Damn, you yeah. were out ten bucks of late fees by that time next week no rolled shit, around. Right. So I mean it's like uh but God it's a, bless it's the a, box art. It's a poor man's death ship cover. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen that. But Fair I mean you just but a rip the off. D V D had the had the lenticular cover, you know, yeah. the scope of hide and then you know. <laughs> was, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just saying. Well, I'll go well, next. Uh, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say when Desmond Harrington uh, pops up in this, I'm like, oh, I didn't know he was in this. I hated him in Dexter, and I hate him in this too. <laughs> he just has that fucking face that you want to punch all the time. <laughs> I don't know if he's like the, like a, a bad person in real life, but uh, he does. He, it's like he, he plays sure the same guy. Looks like he will be, yeah. Just an asshole all the time. Just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, this it's got a good cast. It's got a big cast. I mean, was a little Gabriel Byrne, J- Julianne Margulies doing movies. That was a big deal then. I like Ron Eldred. I think he's a funny dude. And yeah, I was, I'm a big Carl Urban fan. And it was so Gabriel cool to see him in in this with his long hair. But yeah, I I hated it when I first <laughs> when I first when I first watched it. Well, back in the day. Back in the day, I mean, obviously everyone loves the opening scene. Fuck yeah. And then hated it. But this time, don't be mad at me, Mike, but I didn't mind it. God damn it. Because, like, <laughs> I liked I liked most of it. I liked all the characters stuff. I liked all, I liked the, the ship. It was badass. Those were some great um, locations. I thought the ship looked cool. My, yeah. o- my only, and the story, it was fine. And it really, I thought it went to a neat, different place with this, soul reaper thing you're like what i thought we were doing ghosts and now it's this (laughs) so i i didn't mind that it was unique but the only the thing that i did have i just didn't i mean the ghost (laughs) rules and stuff that's the stuff that was just conveniently out of nowhere that i just couldn't get behind those those were the little things that kept me from really liking this movie this time but i didn't mind it this time 
I'm going back looking at the uh, at the actual box art right now. I love like the, the, the so you got Ghost Ship and then you got Sea Evil S E A Evil. Uh-huh. I was like, man, that's brilliant, man. Yeah, I, I definitely would have picked this up. I guarantee I would have back in the day, man. Damn, good <laughs> good, good job on that guy who did that fucking thing, man. Because imagine what the actors felt like when they got all of a sudden they start watching the first people like, what the hell? <laughs> this is not what I because he signed. What do you say, been a psychological thriller or some shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's amazing, like I said, you, yeah, you guys know, you guys make films and stuff like that, but where, where a lot of the actors, like Michael Rooker's another good friend of ours, right? I was talking to him, and he was in, in Croatia right now, and he's just like, I'm like, hey, uh, I saw a bright burn. And he's like, yeah, what was my scene like? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, fuck. He goes, no, I don't know. He goes, uh, I, they, they had me sit in front of a green screen. I, I yelled into a mic like I was a, some crazy temple hat. You know, I don't know if you guys seen Brightburn or not or whatever. But uh, and then he goes, and that was it, man. And James, uh, James Gunn's his friend. He goes, I just did it for Gunn, man. I was like, yeah, your part was like in the credits, bro. He's like, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> but it's, it's amazing what they don't even see it. They don't even know, you know. So, yeah, uh, I saw I saw he posted about it on social media and James Gunn commented like, Dude, they have movie theaters in Croatia. Go see it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing a lot of travel. He's uh, well done. He was down in Fiji doing what is it? The uh, the new uh, so like a dark fantasy island. fantasy island. Yeah, he's still doing. I guess Bloomhouse oh, is doing a dark side of that or something. And then and now he's doing the Dark Tower. I guess in Croatia or something like that. Stephen King. So yeah, this Amazon series, right? Yeah, yeah. They just announced so. that he's he's doing that. Oh, they announced it. Okay, yeah. So that. Yep. Oh, Oh damn! See, I was trying to give breaking news, man. Look at me. I'm fucking oh. always behind. <laughs> no, it just it just got announced like this afternoon, so it's like literally oh, did it? a- oh, okay. hours. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm definitely behind now because one of us airs. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but it's it's funny though. Like I said, they don't even know what the you know. A lot of times they're like, well, until they see the movie, they're like, huh? I didn't know that was going to be that way. But well, anyway. yeah, like uh, Nick Cage for the uh, Werewolf Women of the SS trailer, Rob Zombie. Like, yeah. When he- when he saw the trailer, he's like, oh, I didn't want to do this. Like, he was pissed about it. He's like, <laughs> Rob called me and was like, hey, can you put on a fake mustache and say this one line? He literally showed up, did it, had no context as to what he was doing. That's funny. You know, later saw it and he was, like, upset about it. <laughs> I've been cool with that part. I've been awesome, man. Been yeah. Out of, shit, out of all the shit Nick's done, that, you know, should not be the thing. He's <laughs> yeah, no yeah, doubt. He's, he's not pissed off about the Wicker Man? Uh, <laughs> right? Well, speaking of pissed off, Mike, you're making a face. It looks like you're biting Citizen. your tongue over there. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, yes, I saw Ghost Ship. I think I saw it in the theater because I, I remember it from back in the day. And I was really looking forward to watching it this time because I hadn't seen it since. And when I watched it way back then, I hated it. I hated it. But I feel like I've come around to so many films from that era, you know, 15, 20, 30, you know, 15 to 20 years ago. Right, we were ago. probably extra judgy back in <clears throat> yeah, 20 yeah, years Yeah, maybe ago. Uh-huh. a little douchier, I don't know. But, uh, um, but man, so I went in excited, went in like... In, was, Giving it another chance. I was, I was fighting my way through it too, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, this, I'm, I, can, I can dig this. And then like, you know, it's like an hour and a half later and nothing's happened yet, and then I'm like, all right. And then like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, one of the main characters is a freaking soul collector who could just go wherever he damn pleases, and he collects souls from hell, but not really, because they all just trapped on the ship. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. I would go, like, to the mall or something, wouldn't you? I mean, it just, I mean you can get way more bang for your buck there by 
yeah. five people in a boat. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It feel, feels like trying to drag people out in the middle of the ocean to find this missing ship is way more effort than he needs to <laughs> He can only get to them do. to hell via the boat. Well, then explain the ending. Because the boat's done. So his job's done. That's explain the ending. That's why he's trying to get the boat fixed. The point of the well, movie. He's the ferryman. Fix you know? what? He's the like, boat's done at the end of the movie. It's like the river sticks. He's the ferryman. He's escorting him to hell. Right. Oh, yeah. That is there his name go. in the movie. Yeah. That's, that's why he picked these people to fix his vessel. And it... Okay, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> right? The point, the point is... The point is I felt like that was the only new thing that this movie had to offer and I didn't dig it. I didn't dig that aspect of it. It felt a little too comic booky for me. In a movie I didn't want to be comic booky. Um, I didn't really find it overall scary. I felt like there was some cool imagery that really amounted to nothing. Like the filling of the swimming pool scene. That that never comes back into play at all. Like it's, <laughs> well, it's it shows you how the bullet holes got there. In the montage, that's at not the enough, end. Andy. Yeah, I, yeah, but they built this like almost. It's it's almost like a Hitchcockian mo- Hitchcockian moment of they are in this room with the swimming pool, and they are unaware that blood is starting to trickle out of these bullet holes, and it starts to fill up as they leave the room, and then it fills up when they leave the room. It's that mo. It's that Alfred Hitchcock. It just feels like that Alfred Hitchcock thing of like there's two guys. There's two guys talking in a restaurant. We see that there's a bomb underneath the table. The bomb's going to go off and blow up the restaurant, but the two people talking are unaware. It's a suspenseful building moment that the audience is aware of something that's going to happen that the characters are unaware of, and it builds suspense for the audience, but this is a situation where nothing happens. The the bomb doesn't go off in this scenario. So... And to me, there was a there was a, a, quite a few moments like that in the movie. I, I just felt like there wasn't enough of the horror going on in in, in it. Um, although I will say, I'll be honest with you, some of my favorite moments were non horror related moments. I loved the scene, um, and and again, they build up this whole thing with Gabriel Byrne's character being being an alcoholic, and I thought they did a wonderful job of setting all that up without being overly exposition-y and just saying, oh, he's a recovered alcoholic. He's, he did this a long time ago. And because of that, he can't have a single drink ever again. You know, it, I felt like they really let into all of that. And so the mm. scene in the captain's yeah. quarters was one of my favorite scenes in the movie where he's struggling to drink from this bottle of alcohol that I wouldn't put anything against my lips in this ship. Uh, you know, <laughs> but regardless, whatever. If you're an alcoholic, I guess. But uh, but then the interaction between him and the ghost ship captain, I thought was I thought that was a great scene. For some reason, that scene I really latched onto, and and there's like a, a lot of little moments like that throughout the film that I found way more enjoyable than the horror parts. Because to me, I didn't really find anything of the horror aspect overly suspenseful or scary or creepy or anything. Um, and I felt like there was potential there, but just missed. Like I, um, you know, like you'd mentioned the Italian singer and that whole thing. I, for some reason it felt like, I don't know, it just felt like there was something missing in the horror element of all that. So I say I put his lips on her and look at that. I would have probably put my lips on that. that was, <laughs> 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 for a minute. 
I just would have done it in the middle of the ballroom. Why I wouldn't have followed her? Damn it, yeah. women. Anyway, all right. yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't have had much ballroom left. Hey, uh, yeah. that's a good one. I really tried. I just I felt like there wasn't anything new. This movie was giving me and. And unlike 13 Ghosts, the same director around the same time, I loved 13 Ghosts. Same. And I just felt like there was there was some some interesting things that were going on in this movie. Some cool some cool gore. The ghosts were all unique and cool looking. And I said it on the show before, probably way back in the day, but I think part of the problem of me liking 13 Ghosts is I watched it, on, it was a blind buy on DVD, and so I watched it for the first time on DVD, where immediately after the movie, I watched the special feature that describes and explains each ghost. And that shit was cool. And that mm-hmm. shit was very cool, and I think that is yeah. a supplemental piece to the film that makes 13 Ghosts probably work better, maybe? I don't know, but for some reason, I really dig 13 Ghosts, and maybe it's, I enjoy any time Matthew Lillard shows up spitting in a movie, but... Nope. <clears throat> um, but for some reason, I latch way more on to 13 Ghosts, and I could not latch on to much with this movie. So, I, uh, I did a little bit of uh, research, and I'll try to make this uh, pretty brief. But it's, a, it's another salvage story, but it's a true one. Have you guys ever heard of the SS Orang Medan? No. No. All right, check this out. Uh the Orang Medan was a Dutch freighter that was traveling through the Malacca Straits in the in June of 1947. The ship set out a de, a distress signal, and it said this: "All officers, including captain, are dead, lying in chart room and bridge. Possible whole crew dead." The last transmission was in Morse code, and it was "I die." The American ship, the Silver Star, was the first to reach the Medan to help. There was no answer. When the Silver Star crew members boarded to look for survivors, they found corpses with their eyes open, faces, mouths open, full of fear, and their hands and arms stretched out as if saying, you know, stop. Even the dead dog had its lips snarled back, you know. You know, his lips were all back. The telegraph operator was uh, the same with his hands still on the, on, the, on the telegraph. So the Silver Star decides to, you know, tow it in, you know, for salvage. But none of the guys, you know, they're, they're weirded out. They even went down into the hole. And, they, and it was like 110 degrees, like, out on this ship where they were. And they said it dropped like 40 degrees when they went down into the hole. So, I mean, they were freaked Damn. the fuck out. Yeah. So they try, they they decide, you know, they want to tow it for salvage, but an explosion happened from on the lower deck as they were, you know, pulling it. Thankfully, they severed the lines, but they said the explosion was so loud and crazy that uh, it, had, it had such impact that it lifted the hole out of the fucking water, man. It blew it up out of the water and then slammed it back down, and it sank. And it like all the answers to what might have happened are well at the bottom of the Malacca Strait. Now, supposedly the corpses when they were there, they were just dis- they were decomposing at like this crazy ass rate, while this ship was like drifting aimlessly out to sea. So, coincidentally, uh, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, at what point when you're making Ghost Ship that you, why would you just steal this idea right there? I would have like, all right, listen, we're going to start, we're going to start over here. Look, this is a brilliant story you're telling me right now. Yeah. Right. I'll keep going. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> keep going. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no worries. Now, coincid- coincidentally, the Medan has no paper trail. No records of the ship even exist, but these guys from the Silver Star swear up and down this shit happened. Some believe the existence was erased because it was being used to smuggle chemical weapons to Japan during the war. But the Geneva Protocol in 1925 prohibited the use of all chemical and biological weapons. So smuggling in this inconspicuous Dutch freighter seems like the best option, right? And supposedly the said weapon leaked and killed the Medan crew. So that's a theory. So if that's what, ha- that's what killed the crew, how come it didn't kill the guys from the silver star when they came aboard and started examining all this shit? Damn. Mm-hmm. Good point. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I just, I just, I've, I've heard about this story years ago and I just wanted to, to tell you this guys, it was just like, how come there's not a fucking movie about this? Right. Fuck. <laughs> and they've already wasted Ghost Ship, the name. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man, it's just like they need to find this fucking ship. Yeah. And well, what's left of it because it blew the fuck up. Yeah. But they need to find this thing. I mean, because supposedly yeah. it's a conspiracy because it was hauling chemical weapons and it probably wasn't even fucking named the Orang Medan. So we got a missing ship out there that actually oh, yeah. has records. So, this. yeah. So look, look into this. So, I mean, I got you about as most of the story as I could. Um, but I mean, there's multiple theories about, you know, ghosts and fucking aliens. I mean, yeah. it's, it's all across the board. I mean, pirates, but the thing is, the all these corpses, there wasn't a mark on them. They just had like their face frozen in fear, and they were just decomposing. There's no knife wounds. There's no gunshots. There's nothing except these faces just full of fear and these contorted hands and faces. Yeah. Now, if you boarded a ship like that, would that freak you the fuck out? <laughs> this is a, that's a great campfire story. I, I'm, I'm like to sit and listen to you talk all day. <laughs> we get your number after this, man. This is awesome. No, this is, but that, no you're right, though. That's, I mean, the, the fact that you're right, no marks on the guys. And once again, if you're saying... It, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think logically here. Maybe it was chemicals, you know, chemical weapons or something that exposed. I don't know, you know. But then, why wouldn't you be able to pick that up when you boarded the ship? The when the you know the other guy. So, um, damn, you're that. That's some scary ass ghosts. Damn. But yeah, and why did it explode? Why was there fire coming from the lower deck all of a sudden after it had been drifting aimlessly for God knows how long? Yeah. And then while they're trying to get it back and trying to figure this shit out, it's just conveniently just explodes and now 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 they're left with shit well the fact that you said i've done like almost three years on ships right and military yeah. ships with the it, what you said is exact opposite what actually happens when you go down lower decks it gets hotter and hotter and hotter right so it never gets colder so the fact that they went down and it dropped you know the temperature dropped that's that's freaky in itself right there man you know so uh, something's up. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. Ex- I'm interested. I'm. I'm researching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. SS Orang Medan. O U R A N G M E D A N, and it was a Dutch uh, Dutch freighter. 
Um, you know, some stories vary, but basically what I, what I gave you is, you know, the meat and potatoes yeah. of this, of this story. Damn. And I just, I just wanted to, to share it because I, I dig like these, these maritime, you know, sure. tales of like the, you know, the flying dust Dutchman, the Mary Celeste. And I just, I'm, I'm really into, I mean, I mean, I'm, I don't watch the Titanic because, but I, because the movie's what is it is what it is but i love watching like you know details of like what the ship was and you know how it sank and sure. all all this shit all that natural ge- geographic stuff well but. it's good too i mean being on ship is it's also it's naturally scary because you are confined you know what i'm saying i mean you you're stuck i i loved it like so we were floating over to iraq and i won't give you a war story or nothing but we're floating over to to invade iraq uh on a ship you know with these marines and they they started everybody had to get the smallpox vaccination right so they literally you know, because we're afraid we're going to get chemically attacked and blah, blah, blah. So everybody's getting smallpox vaccination. Well, if anybody knows about smallpox vaccination, you immediately, it, you you're, you go into like flu-like symptoms for about three days, right? So mm-hmm. we had this whole fucking ship quarantine. No one could come on. And everybody's walking around like a goddamn zombie, right? Because everybody's <laughs> sick. And it was just like, I'm like, I'm living. And it's, it's a scary feeling because where are you going to go? You nowhere, you yeah. know, go in the ocean. Uh, we just talked about open water. That ain't gonna work. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but it's like, so yeah, I'm right with you, man. Ghost ship stories, any type of that, that nautical maritime type of horror. I love, man. I, I think it's, it's, it's got my attention, you know, uh, unfortunately ghost ship didn't keep it too much, but it was, a. Uh, it's it, it's cool, you know, and, and to hear that story you just told me, damn, I'm like on the edge of my seat, man. I dig stuff like that. I'm glad I could tell it. Yeah, hell yeah. Right on. All right. Go ship. There we go. All right. We've sucked that fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Let's move on to our uh, last film of this. Uh, how about we, uh, Tad, you tell us about it. Our third and final film is another film that takes place on a boat. Imagine that. And it is Wreck 4.
This one, I guess, is a sequel to the second Wreck, a direct sequel to Wreck 2. I have never seen Wreck 2, so that was news to me. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen Wreck 2? I've seen none I have of not. the Wrecks. Yeah, okay, well, I've, I saw the first Wreck, so um, I don't know what happened. In, room. Yeah, I don't know what happened in uh, Wreck 2, but um, I didn't feel like I missed much. Because <laughs> they filled this it one in, pick, right? yeah. well, this one when it picks up, I'm like, I think I remember this is how the first one ended. So apparently, <laughs> not a whole lot. They didn't leave. They must not have left the apartment building after the uh, first movie because that's where that one takes place. But basically, this one kicks right into it um, with some sort of found footage. They go into a um, big apartment building. The first movie is found footage. And I don't know if the sequel, other sequels are, but so Jason um, hasn't seen it. Got it, right? <laughs> oh, this one had two strikes on me, baby. This is found footage <laughs> and subtitles. Oh, I'm like, I, I look, I, I put my foot down. I got, I, I can't go, do it. go ahead and watch Quarantine then, because Quarantine's the American remake of the first Wreck movie. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, Jennifer Paul Carpenter, right? Yep. Damn. And uh, <laughs> yeah. So I guess the director of the first two movies returned for this one. He he didn't do the third movie. So I guess that makes the third movie just sort of a sore thumb in the uh, franchise because this picks up right after two. Director came back. Characters came back. Uh, so now I'm sort of curious about Wreck 3. But yeah, it could be a Halloween 3, you know. It could slowly yeah. build up a fan base over time. Yeah. Well, this one, like I said, picks up at the apartment building. They rescue our main character and they... She wakes up. She's on a she's on a ship. They're using that to sort of quarantine this uh, zom- zombie type outbreak, this uh, disease that's making everyone sort of crazy. Um, <clears throat> they're experimenting on her, trying to figure out what's going on. She tries to escape. The uh, doctor lets her know she's not infected, but as you can imagine, shit starts hitting the fan. A monkey that was infected that they had on the ship, which is just fucking stupid. Uh, you just know that's that's oh. a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when has that ever been a good idea? Right. right. <laughs> you know exactly what's going to happen. He escapes during a power outage on the boat, Boom. and he uh, infects the cook, which... Imagine that. The cook makes all the food, which infects everybody who eats the food. And uh, madness, madness uh, takes over the ship, and you know these these uh, crazy zombie-like creatures are are all trying to attack each attack the living, and it turns sort of into like a crazy sort of action movie at this point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you're trying to figure out who's infected, who's not. There's some weird worm parasite things going on, um, and the ship blows up. Yeah, it's it's. It's all right. This is probably my favorite of the uh, group, but it still didn't didn't uh, blow me away. What did you guys think? Well, yeah, the chicks got like you know the uh, the poltergeist tequila worm, and well, the guy does, I guess, in his in his stomach. Um, They're the one thing, around. yeah, yeah, um, deep fried monkeys. I mean, that was okay. Um, CGI deep fried monkey. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just it just became you know uh, other than a different kind of setting, and it's it's you know you're you're stuck there that it's desolation. You have no choice but to fight. I mean, other than that, it was uh, 
it was pretty much you know like every other zombie movie that I've seen. I mean the the outboard the the thing with the outboard motor, you know, with the with the blades. I mean, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Even though even though Ving Rhames did it in uh, Piranha. Piranha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, well, uh, it is what it is. What would that um, sound like, Ving Rhames working what, on uh, What does Ving Rhames think of this? This, that's like, uh, <laughs> Ving, Ving would probably say something along the lines like, "Motherfucker, put that thing down! <laughs> I was the first one to use it, and you ain't gonna put your hands on that motherfucking outboard motor. <laughs> Stop fucking with it." <laughs> Thank I'm you. Fucking fall from okay. Can't mention Ving Rhames and not have him show up for a second. <laughs> but um, no, uh, uh, other other than you know the 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 outboard motor, um, uh, I thought it was I thought it was it is what it is. Uh, and this is just for the the uh, my Iowa my Iowa friends my bros or whatever hey. you want. Each other. Hey, that's us. Does anybody think that Nick looks a hell of a lot like Mike Roberson? Yeah, I could see that. I, I, I just like, holy shit, it's Mike Roberson. You know, yeah. when when Mike had like a little bit more, you know, longer hair. I I'll say, yeah, like, he's cut his hair off since then. But uh, yeah, but I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it kind of was like a. Uh, it almost. In tone, it was almost like uh, a Resident Evil movie for me, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh. I sort of had high hopes for this one because I've, I've kept hearing from people that this series got you know really cool, and and I need to keep watching them. And maybe it was the third one that's like uh, completely out there and different yeah. from the series that people yeah. love. So I need to check that one out. <clears throat> But that one, I don't think, is on a boat, so it doesn't uh, yeah. count for this episode. So. Mike's rambled but about the third one a lot. I love the third one, and I, I, I tried to get, tried to make us watch it for the, for the previous episode because it may not take place on a boat, but it takes place at a wedding, ah. and so I totally wanted to watch it for that for our last episode, but mm-hmm. could not find it anywhere at the time, so. But yeah, I was kind of bummed. You know, I've seen the first one. I still haven't seen the second one, and I love the third one because the third one derails so far from the first two movies, yet still stays within the universe, which is really it. Just really is interesting to me, and uh, the idea it it, go, it jumps the shark from the found footage of the first two movies uh, into a full narrative film, and injects a lot of humor that you don't get with at least the first movie anyway. So the so the third movie is just and it's just it's just a balls out you know zombie slaughter film so but this one it just felt rather again rather generic you know and and to be honest with you yeah. not a lot of zombie action well since For you've me, seen the first one um, did you feel the same way I did where I'm like I, I must not have missed much in the second because it feels like it picks up where I remember the first one ending. You know. Yeah, it, well, yeah. It kind of feels like I mean, every with, with three and with four, it feels like they always reference one, but nothing ever references two. So maybe two doesn't even really exist. Maybe we just imagined it. Like, like thanks killing two. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> maybe it got recorded over, you know, and now it doesn't exist. There it just go. goes one to three. 
But other than the zombie monkey, I really didn't feel like there was any real intense moments with with any of the zombie creatures in this movie. It's just they, you know, they jump out to give you a quick jump scare, and then you know they fight a little bit, and then they either cut away to something else or they dispatch them quickly. There's really no I, I for being a zombie movie on a boat movie. It just really didn't feel like there was any real zombie moments. It felt like most of the um, conflict was happening between uh, between humans more than anything else. So, yeah. I, was I thought I'd feel. Reading. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, thought I, I thought I'd give a shit a little bit more of a shit when like the old lady turned into a zombie, which you knew was probably going to happen. But when she did, I was just like, eh, well, okay. Yeah, I didn't really care about anybody except for except for the main character. Well, I cared about the, I guess I cared about the guy, and when and when he turns out to be the main bad guy, I'm like, oh, okay, that that kind of caught my attention. And then I cared about the heavy set guy, Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. I cared about him, and then I cared about the main girl. Uh, but other than that, I, yeah, I didn't care. I was about pulling for else. Nick. I always pull for yeah, guys like Nick. For sure. Well, I am a guy like Nick, so of course <laughs> yeah. I got to pull for him. <laughs> except for except really not good with computers or technology. Right. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think you guys are crazy. This movie was pretty fun. I really liked I it. it. Yeah. You liked it, Ben, didn't you? I thought it was the best out of these three. It was the first, it was the only film that I hadn't seen in the three that, you know, we were talking about on this week's uh, podcast episode or whatever. I had a good time watching it. Is it a zombie flick? I'm going to go back to the thing I made with opening water. I'm with you guys, man. Like, there was more drama and more fighting and arguing going amongst. The tension was real between the people that were human versus, like, the zombies. You were just like, okay, are we going to get some more zombie action or what's going on? Uh, the monkey CG'd like oven pot stove pot thing, like it was cool, but it wasn't I like, enough. I to, like, liked the monkey a lot. I I thought it scared cool, but... the shit out of me when I he th- jumped out. I kind of thought he was like one of the creepiest oh, monkeys. Man. I loved it, monkey. Ever? I mean, I thought the design of the monkey was really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go on record as Jason will back me up here and say like. Monkeys in general freak me the fuck out. Like, I don't like them. They creep me out. Oh, yeah. All right? Down this so they didn't have to CG it for me, right? Like, I, don't, like, I already hate monkeys. They're weird. They have eyes. They look at you. They're intentions. I don't know what they are, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, the, the CG the took it away. It took, it took away the creep factor is what I'm getting Two things that freak out, Ben. Monkeys and then movie theaters, right? Yeah, every, time he goes to, every time he goes to the movie theater, he thinks he's getting gassed. and he, He's like, he comes out, he goes, Every time you walk out of a movie theater, what's the first thing you say? I don't, I can I, I don't even it. remember the movie. I can prove it. Okay, There's oh, millions of go. Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe fans that think those films are good. Oh, gas. come on. Gas. That's, oh, that's proof. Gas? Right but you bring it down. You think your pants got pulled down that one time? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going there. I'm not recounting that. <laughs> but not a monkey fan. <laughs> not a monkey fan. They didn't yeah. have to CG it up. That's all I'm getting at. The boat motor thing, Ving Rhames aside and all, like, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, like when they were yeah, holding yeah. it above their heads, teamwork style into that vent. That was cool. That was pretty that rad. Was cool. yeah. I liked it. And then it's ended up, you know, spoiler, saving them in the end. They needed it to, you know, get off the damn boat. So, there you go. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. The, the, most, cool. the best zombie scenes in the whole movie were the, were the zombie monkeys. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, we were right. totally pulling for Nick and the girl, and they totally made it off, and it was uh, a hell of a 
third act, you know, trying to get off it was, of there. It was it was riveting. It was it was good in the sense that um that like I could watch this film stand alone. I didn't need it like yep, you guys yep. talking the whole time. Yeah. Didn't know yeah. what happened in two. Didn't no, know what I happened didn't. in three. It was a great standalone flick. Why don't you just yep. dub it though? Why why the fuck do I gotta I, I don't I don't why do I, I gotta like read my I think Jason because they made it in Spain and that's <laughs> and they don't speak uh, English over there. I think that's why. It's <laughs> a good point. I, I, see, I, see, I see your point. But uh But they like, let us know, enjoy it because they put our words with it. That's true. You know, so that's yeah. nice of them to do that. I'm for trying us. to get Jason to come around and be oh, like, be I wish he would, because every I'm time he brings it up on your show, I yell at him. And like, <laughs> Now's my chance to finally yell at him. <laughs> Almost in person. Yeah, we it. have a we have a local theater here, like in most you know places around the country, that uh, like little independent film house. That every month they do like an introduction to subtitled films to try and encourage people awesome. to. To see what they're missing out, and I try and drag them. I try and get nope. them there. We're gonna get them there one of these days. Hey, that, this is this is my fear of theaters. I gotta read. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm fucking not... reason I'm paying fucking ten bucks. Oh, I don't man. have to read shit. I don't. I'm not a reader either. I don't read at all. Yeah, but, that's right. Yeah. You want you you need you want Jason to go to sleep. Put a book in his hand. Oh yeah, two seconds out. But <laughs> but I seen. always put on subtitles for everything I watch, just because I want to. Uh, my ear it's probably because my hearing is not as good as it used to be so <laughs> right all the shit i miss but i'll tell you what uh behind the curtain here in a little bit i had recently had to do some subtitling for uh for some uh bonus material on a on a blu-ray yeah. uh, a screen factory blu-ray that you put a screen factory blu-ray release oh, it, that's coming up uh, i'm not gonna mention the title but uh um um i'm just gonna say don't always trust subtitles oh See, oh, it could right be there. it could be some dumb idiot in Iowa who doesn't understand the language and has to. <laughs> there you go. I love this. Thank. You. This is some good inside shit right here. I uh, knew it. Half the time I'm reading stuff, it doesn't even. This is like the guys that get the uh, you know Chinese letters tattooed on them. Yep. I think it says like warrior, but it actually says you know fucking cupcake or something. I, I yeah, don't know. Right. subtitles in my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Thanks for confirming this. All right, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with Ben. I haven't seen any of the other ones, and it was a good little standalone movie. I thought the bad, the bad guy, the doctor guy, he was menacing. Yeah, he was oh, good. I liked he him. Good. Yeah, he's a yeah, bad guy. Yeah, you never trust the doctor in a horror movie, man. <laughs> Come on. That's a good point. That's just like, that's, <laughs> that's horror 101 there, man. Very mm. true. <laughs> Damn. Anybody with a PhD is an asshole in a horror movie. <laughs> 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 It's just it's common it's rules. Yeah. That is true. I did that. Man, you're you're knocking it out of the park right now. Look at all this, this knowledge you're throwing at me right now. This is great. <laughs> um, uh, see, and I'm not saying I hated the movie. It's just I don't know. I mean, especially after especially after the third one, and I, now I realize I have officially built up the third one way get, too uh, much. Yeah. Look, if, but, they, if, they, if they ever if anyone ever comes to me and says we need a box art quote, I've got it for this film. All right. Uh, I walked in when I saw this film. I told Jason the first thing I said to Jason was. I've watched first movies, number one movies that were worse than this, being a number fourth. Yep. I ah, mean, if this is the fourth that, movie yeah, in the true. franchise, this was pretty decent. This was pretty decent uh-huh. for a fourth film in a, in a franchise. That is a, it's a good point. That's all I'm saying. What other yep. number fours that are just kick right? ass out That's there? All, sh- don't give that away. We're going to do that next month. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that I. I don't know that I agree with Apocalypse. I just think that's a lame of the as far as the title. The title oh, for Apocalypse. Yeah, it's not very fitting. That's it, true. It could be different, but 
Like, well, uh, like this is the Jason Takes yeah. Manhattan. Of, Dude uh, has sold a lot more asses in seats if you'd have called this uh, zombie monkeys. Zombie monkeys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zombie monkeys. Right? I would probably power through some subtitles from zombie monkeys. might have got me to the theater <laughs> if it would have been zombie <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> This is why this guy, you're a good marketer. You need to market yeah, movies. Right. I'm telling you right there, buddy. <laughs> what the hell are we doing fucking making magazines? We're fucking idiots. All right. Zombie Monkeys Part 4. You just skip 1, 2, 3. You just Fuck say it. fucking 4. Man, it, it only builds the hype. That's true. Everybody's online oh, yeah, looking the, for them. The rest are, yeah, lost, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> still waiting to see Leonard Part 3. <laughs> right. Fuck. This is awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, good. good. Wreck 4, baby. Wreck 4. There you go. Pretty split, Spanish, but, but lean towards liking yeah. it. And where do we yeah. see this? And from? as where for the it? subtitles, it's like the uh, the mechanic down below. He's just like, "We're from Spain. We do whatever the fuck we want." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's>, yeah. Fucking <laughs> right. This one's on Prime. Going, oh, this one's on Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's why I was bummed. I was like, "Shit, it's free for me. I already subscribed." And then it's like subtitles, and then I spent the last hour and a half trying to find dubbed English dub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, YouTube, I found a, a, a Russian dub one. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just watch this instead, man. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you're gonna. You, I just, I just. Uh, all right, I'm off my soapbox. I'm done. Fucking zombie monkeys. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anybody else on Rec Four? All right, cool. Um, yeah. So there we go. Um, any honorable mentions from anybody? Horror movies that take place on a boat? Ted mentioned it earlier, but the first one that came to my mind recently <laughs> was the 47 Meters Down. I fucking loved it. Yeah. And there's yeah, a I sequel coming too. soon, right? Uh-huh. Oh, that's right, yeah. Excited. Maybe. 48 Meters Down. Maybe. How original. Any, any <laughs> others? Uh, I will throw out there probably one of my favorite horror movies on a boat, Uninvited. That's the, on a boat with a cat and a cat. With the cat inside a cat. Yep. With a demon cat, cat demon inside, inside of a cat. A real cat. That the cat pukes out and the cat kill the demon cat kills people. And it goes back inside the real and cat. And it goes back inside a real cat. And the cat is stowed on this boat and the entire time they're on this boat, they they loop this cat sound effect over and over and over again. There's even shots of the cat where its mouth isn't moving but they're still Doing the uh, the sound effects of the cat meowing. You've been you've awesome. been talking up this movie for so long, but recently I've heard a lot of people tell me the truth about this movie. So you ain't you, you didn't get to me soon enough. Is what I'm saying. Oh damn it! And I don't think I'm gonna watch it because people <laughs> are we did say it's bad. Are we just talking straight boat movies or just sea movies? Yeah, uh, so yeah we see uh, movies. Well, yeah, we see we, all movies. Uh, <laughs> damn, you guys are good. <laughs> What about B movies? I suppose we see them too. Ooh. <laughs> what were you gonna my say? My honorable mention is Cabin Boy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> nice. That was a fucking horror movie. You're right, man. <laughs> 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 Shit. Well, technically, The Fog is a C movie too. Yeah. That yeah. Good. Hell yeah. You know. I'll so I mean, that's that that's definitely one of one of mine. And I've always en- I've always enjoyed, uh, even though the CGI is to say dated like a son of a bitch, but uh, Deep Rising was always one Fuck of my favorites. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Deep Rising is a good one. Um, Jason mentioned it earlier, but Death Ship is actually a really good, yeah. really good flick. It's not yeah. bad. That's yeah. George Kennedy's in that, right? Yep. 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 I've and always, he gets possessed, and he plays a freaking mean motherfucker in that movie. I've always been a super fan of The Abyss, 
and I'm so oh, glad yeah. that Cameron's finally going to put out a Blu-ray of it. Nice. It's in the works, so that's one of my favorites. And to continue my my year-long obsession with the Blind Dead movies, oh, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention The Ghost Galleon. Which he almost made us watch. So almost lucky pulled stars. the trigger on that one. Trash, so much trash. I gotta watch now. This is this is amazing. I'm writing all these down. <laughs> Please send me your show notes. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I'm trying to think of a. I mean, all my my, my brain goes straight to like Piranha, you know. I mean, yeah. but it's like that's not a C movie. I mean, I don't know. All right, yeah, so water, I'm, I'm, yeah. A, I'm actually stumped over here, man. Hmm. Like doesn't Zombie Two? Doesn't that start out on the water because that that ship floats yep. all the way into New York Harbor? Yeah, and that's a that's such a great oh, yeah. scene too. It's kind of an iconic scene for the movie. So yeah, hey, I, I've got one. Okay, Jason takes Manhattan. Fuck yeah! yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. All because, day, baby, because it did, yeah. all takes place on a boat. Yep, <laughs> that is true. I'll take any Jason anywhere, man. Fucking just bring it, dude. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. why not? Ben's looking at me laughing. He's like, "Yeah, remember that space one? Oh I'm just yeah, well, trying to stretch. Just, I'm like, oh, how far I are love? we stretching this? Nosferatu comes here on a boat. Oh, like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's true. Well, and since he is a dead body, uh, weekend at Bernie's too. Oh, you know? yeah. oh. <laughs> and there's a lot of ocean in that they, movie. And I'm right with you. Yeah, they use voodoo in that one. So. That's Damn. right. <laughs> God damn it. That was a good movie. I, I also, since I'm always such a fan of like isolated locations and simple storylines, simple plots, Alfred Hitchcock's Lifeboat is also a really good one. Mm, never seen mm. that. Yeah, yeah, pretty I'm much not, all takes yeah. place on a lifeboat. Fuck yeah. So, really cool. <clears throat> I'm educated. I'm excited. This is good. As long as there's no subtitles, I'm all over. Oh, let's do this. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, that pretty much covers nocturnal horror there. Nocturnal, no, no, uh, nautical. nautical. Sorry, <laughs> Not nautical. nautical. I, I totally messed it up. It's nautical nightmares. <laughs> oh, good lord! But I was like, uh, I black out again. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? Here yeah. we go. Okay. <laughs> so, but we're not done yet, folks. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it'll be segments time here on Attack of the Killer Podcast. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And we're back, and it's time for everybody's segment, everybody's favorite segment on Attack of the Killer podcast. Shoutouts! It's time for shoutouts. 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 That's right. Uh, we just asked everybody what your favorite aquatic horror movie was, and we got a bunch of a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, replies from our attackers. Sweet. We got on our Facebook page, we got Nick Leadham says Jaws, Deep Blue Sea, and nice. Sharks in Venice were pretty entertaining too. What's Sharks in Venice? It's, no? It's a good like movie. One of is a it? thousand shark movies. That, oh. 
It came out, you know, it came out in that way. ate me. A fucking shark ate me. (laughs) (laughs) We got Chris Dunlap says, I don't remember the name of it, but there was a movie about sea snakes that I liked. Gave my brother nightmares. LOL. (laughs) As any movie about sea snakes would, I think. Uh, Lisa Norvell Owen says, Jaws, duh. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, that's it. We got Trevor McElhinney says, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Nice. Hell yeah. Yep. Great movie. Horrible score. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome monster suit. Yeah, still one of the best creature suits of all time. Uh, this super hot lady, Tina Schmidt, she says, oh top three. That's my girlfriend. You shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she says, top three. Number one. Maybe I should do them in... No, I'll do them. Number one, The Shape of Water. is water. Uh, mm. Number two, and I agree with her hard on this one, Dead Calm. Oh, yeah! 1989, Didn't Dead we do Calm. that a couple years ago on, on an episode? Uh, yeah, that movie rules. That was a good movie. That's a good flick. Yeah. yeah. And coming in third, Anaconda. Is that with Ice Cube or Ice Tea or something? Yeah. yeah. Ice Cube so, and J-Lo. There's right. snakes out there this big. Fuck yeah! Uh, No, no one's mentioned Sharkansas Woman's Prison Massacre yet, huh? Not yet. Okay, we're not going to. That's some Jim Wynorski stuff, man. There, man. (laughs) Uh, Benjamin Chi says, "I remember watching The Deep, 1977, at a at Mm. the cinema with my parents when I was little, and the poster itself was pretty scary to me at the time." When she posted a picture of. He says, also, whilst not strictly aquatic, The Sand, 2015, takes place on a beach in the morning after a party with each of the kids trapped by something lurking in the sand, and they have to figure out how to get to safety without touching the ground. Mentioning this because it was scored by our mutual genius composer friend, Vincent Gilios. Oh, nice. I've I've seen trailers a lot recently for The Sand. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it looks kind of neat. That's even cool. though I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, even though I think this movie is the drizzling shits, but I still think it's worth mentioning, <laughs> uh, Blood Beach. Oh, fuck Blood yeah. Beach, it's, yes. It's got, it's got Pauly from fucking Rocky in it. But the thing is, though, like, yeah, yeah, yeah there's, Blood Beach has got issues, but those effects of people getting sucked down in the sand are freaking awesome. It's got a great poster, too. Yeah, the poster is amazing. My wife's favorite movie right there, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Awesome. Cool. Wow. She's half retarded, so I mean, I oh, oh, <laughs> oh. she'll never make it this far in a podcast, so I'm good. Like I said, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. I love you. Uh, whatever, if you have to listen. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Up so, next, we got Mike Mike Murphy from the new uh, Exploitation Film Cast just joined the network. Welcome, Woo, welcome, guys. Mike? Uh, nice. Mike Murphy says, Flipper, he's a jokester. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> Dolphins, man, they don't fuck around. I don't think I've ever seen that movie, actually. I mean, I know what the fuck it is, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Flipper? Yeah. Dol- Dolphins do fuck around, though. They're, they're, they're vicious. <laughs> I always see those like uh, like old vines where the dolphins are getting on people. They're like really boinking. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now. This is dead honest, and I'll throw it out there. Uh, I knew a unit, and it was a Navy unit, right? <laughs> unit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> but they trained dolphins, but... I'm like, okay, and one day I had to go out and be a swimmer, right? And and this is a swear, I swear to God, this is a true story in Coronado, California, right? Coronado Island. 
They train these dolphins. They will put these little nozzles or something on their fucking schnozzes, right? Yeah. <laughs> that will shoot. It will come up and it'll bump you, right? But it will, it will shoot a nine millimeter round into. Uh, it's an anti swimmer thing, right? So guys are trying to put bombs on boats and you know and shit like uh. that. Fucking dolphins are vicious, dude. They will they will eat your lunch, bro. Well, what did we learn earlier in the podcast from our gracious hosts? Stay the fuck out of the water. Oh, good point. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. <laughs> dolphins with guns on the noses, man. It's fucking. It's a true story. Wow. <laughs> People are like, yeah, whatever, but it's out there. Not for real. Uh, they all walk. <laughs> up next, we got Tim Lenerer. He's from the Fiasco Brothers Watch a Movie podcast on PFPN. He says, stretching it a point, stretching a point, the monster in The Host. Fucking love it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Crawls, oh, yeah. What the hell? He crawls out of yeah. a river before going on its rampage. And the slime monster in one segment of Creepshow 2 lives in a lake. Oh, the raft. The raft. Ah, yes. damn it. Fucking great. Yes. Great scene. So right good. There. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got 80s rape. I mean, you got everything in that uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, Jaws is an all-timer, of course. And then lastly yeah. on our Facebook page, Matthew Tangen says, Jaws and Leviathan. Jaws is one of the best movies made, period, and Leviathan is just plain underwater cheesy monster greatness. Yeah, yeah. Deep sea, like, little station stuff going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. All right. Then over in our Facebook group, we got Jeremy Cheney says, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Hell yeah. A creature designed by a female, which made the male actor suffer through many underwater takes. Smiley right. face. <laughs> uh, we got Brian Clark. Oh, here we go. Former ma- Oh, you're just I can't waiting wait. for his, right? I know. It's got to be some effed up shit. I can't wait. One of my favorite submarine genres. <laughs> creature from the Black Lagoon. It came from beneath the sea. Jaws and its goofy sequels and army of Italian imitators, Leviathan, Deep Star Six, Creature of the Abyss, The Rift, aka Endless Descent, Monstroid, only partially aquatic, but it has John Carradine. I could go on, but I'll spare the listeners and end with one final nod to an underground Greek Gilman flick called Blood Tide. Yeah. Made by awesome. Nico, Island of Death, Mastorakis, and Brian Trenchard Smith. Oh, the same director as Island of Death. And featuring an alcohol soaked James Earl Jones collecting a paycheck and a free island vacation in exchange for a bit on <laughs> a bit of his dignity when he gets his junk bitten off by the monster. <laughs> Island of okay. Death. Dude, if you guys have not seen Island of Death, like Probably won't. If uh, it <laughs> it gives it gives exploit it 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 um <laughs> you can't even say it I can't <laughs> it is the definition of exploitation movie like motivations in the movie don't make any sense um and it's just full of like of like rape and murder and goat fucking and you well, know now Andy's in fucking sign oh. me up. <laughs> You had me a go fucking. Right. <laughs> Should have led with wow. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Island of death. Consenting. Come on. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Up next, we got John George says, "Deep Rising, Ghost Chip, Shockwaves, Underwater Nazi <gasps> Zombies for the yes. Win." Yes. Oh, I've uh, seen that. Lake Placid, uh, oh, Piranha nice. Original. I Lake could go Placid. on forever. Lake Flaccid? No, that's a different. <laughs> Seen that one? Oh, yeah, by accident. 
Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brian Clark comes back and says, How did I forget Deep Rising? I love that flick. Always wish they'd have made a sequel teased at the end. That would be cool. Yeah. It's mm. never too late. That's right. Brian McNeil says, Anything other than Creature from the Black Lagoon is wrong and you should be eaten by Jaws. Wow. <laughs> Uh, hand out, out death sentences already, Jesus. That's right. I feel like we should mention Alligator, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love Alligator. That movie's awesome. <laughs> I fucking love it. Then we got uh, Jonathan from the Late Night Psycho- Psychorama podcast on the Sweet. PFPN. He nice. says, Humanoids from the Deep is great sea sleaze. It mm. is. Sea lease. That is... <laughs> That is That's a, a good great, pick, great flick, and I love. Um, I think Chris Wallace was the creature designer of that, and they only had like a couple creature suits. So that scene where it's like mayhem on the dock, and like the humanoids are, you know, killing and raping everybody there at the at the carnival, and it looks like total mayhem. It's just it's a great example of how to shoot how to shoot a money a movie with no budget because it looks like there's total chaos going on when really there's only like two or three monster shoots. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And then lastly, in our Facebook group, um, which you all need to join if you haven't yet, uh, Mike Reeb, our pal, he was Yay! on the last episode. Big Mike. He says, Ghost Galleon from the Blind Dead series. Yes! Damn it. Yes, Mike. Yeah. You too would like that. That's right. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Great White. The Ultimate Jaws ripoff. The Mm. Ultimate Jaws ripoff. That's the one that Universal Studios sued and won. And that's why it never had a decent, it never had a release in the States on, on like home video. Plus Deep Star 6, Leviathan, and Dead Calm. Over on Twitter, we got Chris Cook. Awesome Chris Cook. Hey, Chris Cook. Thanks again for signing up for our Patreon. Try. He says, he's at, the, he's at Counting Cook. He says, my Shout Factory Piranha Steel book is shipping today. Definitely my favorite aquatic horror movie. Can't wait to listen to Justin Beam talk shop with the commentary with, on the commentary with Roger Corman. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, ditto. And then, lastly, over on Instagram, we got where'd it go? We got Zombie Lovin' One. That's Susanna Kelly oh. Rudolph. She she was on the show. She's once. been on the show. Mm-hmm. I thought she'd been on the show a couple times. Yeah, yeah. it's just been a while. Yeah, it's been a long while. She says, "Of course, Jaws." And that's what we got for everyone. Uh, Leaving their shout-outs. Don't forget that you can also give us a call and leave a voicemail to get your shout-out on the show or anything. You can call us at 415-952-6857 or 415-95-AOTKP. Leave us your comment. We'll put it on the show, and that's shout-outs. But just wait. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Insane's Picks. Uh, I want to talk to you about a forgotten hero that left this world too soon. An actor whose craft invokes many emotions, whose screen presence lights up, lights up the screen. An actor who I feel is highly underrated. 
His performances often steal the scenes that he's in, uh, which is which says a lot since most of his filmography is some of the most bizarre films to come out of the 1980s. I am talking about the late, great Pat Ryan. Who the hell is Pat Ryan? Well, uh, he would often be credited as R.L. Ryan, and you would know him from... Uh, he was the mayor in The, the Toxic Avenger. Oh, um, he big was, guy. Yep, mm-hmm. He was the manager of the nuclear power plant in class in Newcomb High. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in Street Trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and he only has nine acting credits, uh, including the movie I'm going to talk about tonight, Eat and Run. Eat and Run is from 1987, directed by uh, Christopher Hart, and it's a comedy about an alien played by Pat Ryan who comes to Earth and develops a taste for Italian food. Only Italian food to him is people with stereotypically bad Italian accents. Uh, Detective Mickey McSorley, uh, who openly says his inner monologues throughout the entire movie, uh, is hot on Murray the Alien's tail. Uh, Mickey finally catches the alien and arrests him. Now, however, unfortunately, Murray the Alien is set free once he goes to trial uh, by Detective McSorley's girlfriend, Judge Shirley Cohen. And to make matters worse, Shirley ends up in a relationship with Murray the Alien. That is until Murray discovers the judge is part Italian. And then Mickey has to come save the day. Now, I first saw this movie on USA Up All Night, so I have a major nostalgia uh, for this movie, and so and I realize that I, I'm I'm realistic about it because it's not a good movie. Uh, the jokes usually don't land, and they beat some jokes into the ground, especially the joke of uh, McSorley openly speaking his inner monologue throughout the entire movie, or the captain of the precinct always eating cakes. In every scene he's in, he's eating a cake, and the cakes just get bigger and bigger throughout the entire movie. Um, but for me, it's mostly about Pat Ryan and his performance as Murray the Alien. Uh, it's a complete mute performance. He doesn't say a single line in the movie. He's not under heavy makeup. He's actually um, shaven bald. He's got fangs for teeth, which are pretty cool. And he's wearing an awesome plaid three-piece suit. Uh, so... Um, but his performance in this, to me, is is worth the watch. At times he's kind of sympathetic. There's other other times he's like goofy and silly, and other times kind of creepy. And this, if this film was taken in a different direction and maybe was you know made a little bit better, he'd have been quite uh, quite scary in his scenes, especially towards the end when he starts going after his judge girlfriend. So. Um, <clears throat> You know, so I, I think it's funny, even though, like I said, you know, a lot of the jokes don't land, but it's it's humor that's kind of right up my alley. Really bad, really bad jokes and puns and whatnot. Um, and uh, you can watch it for free on Tubi. It's currently playing on Tubi. Um, I love Tubi. I do. I can't get enough of that of that of that channel. Um, but that is the Insane's pick for this episode from 1987. Eat and run. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. Okay, so that's it, folks. That is this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. 
Uh, let's give a special shout out. Thanks to our special guests, uh, Jason and Ben. Oh, you guys hey. are awesome! Yeah, thanks. thanks for coming, guys. Hey, we rule! <laughs> thanks for having us. Actually, no, it was, we had a good time, man. It was awesome. You guys, Andrew, Jason, Mike, Tad, you guys are badass. Uh, and uh, hopefully, we didn't bring down your ratings and uh, your listeners. And <laughs> <laughs> And if, uh, if if people are really bored, uh, the good listening thing, uh, the Death List is a uh, is a a new and upcoming podcast. Hey, how about that? So well, we have some fun over there, man. So we gotta have you guys on the show one day. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll return the favor. Oof. We'll give you. We'll give. We call that a reach around where we're from ah. here. But uh, <laughs> wait, no. Sold. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. I appreciate it, man. Yes, thanks for being on. And you guys out there can find the death list right here on the PFPN pod, on the uh, Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Um, also, uh, don't forget to become one of our Patreon supporters. Patreon.com backslash AOTKP. Uh, as soon as you turn this off, jump over there and, and uh, check out the different tiers. It's like right now is the time to sign up. Like, you just need to do it. Just need to do it. And uh, also rate it, rate and review us on iTunes. That would be awesome. That always helps out a lot too. Or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, all that those, too. All those ratings and comments really help. That's right. So thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you again on the next episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Oh no! Could this be the end of? <laughs> Attack of the Killer.